What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'm El Hefe. That is Dubs. This is the Hideout, where we encourage you to call. And when you call, be somebody. That means uh, bring something to the table. Add a little spice. Make this your show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Pick one of those and be somebody in the hideout here on Real Radio 104.1. Chunks Corolla, executive producer, is back in studio after being out all night last night for the uh, hideout Halloween treats around town. Mm-hmm. Also, too, we got Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talk and Roll Controls, and our intern, the great Gazoo Manning. Um, who, by the way, we went to open mic last night at Bonkers <laughs> uh, to go see our buddy, uh, comedian buddy Pedro Lima, who was in, and also Patrick Garrity. One of the most uncomfortable things I've ever sat through in my life. It couldn't have been over 90 seconds, could it? It, it felt like probably a half hour. Yeah, easily. But it was just uncomfortable, douche chill. I loved it. I wanted to leave. I was telling you I'm leaving. I said no. And you wouldn't allow me. Keep on sitting down. You gotta uh enjoy this. You gotta enjoy this abortion with me. I don't enjoy douche chill stuff. I love it. When it comes up on like whenever there's a scenario like on television mm-hmm. to me that is so awkward that I can't handle it or also described as douche chill I have to change the channel. Especially when they break into song. I don't know what it is about breaking into song that really bothers me. I find that stuff hilarious just because of the when uncomfortableness. Somebody, when somebody's bombing, I oh, hate it. That's my favorite. I I just sit there, my eyes light up, I get a big smile on my face, and I'm I'm thinking, wow, this guy can't hold it together, and I'm loving it. See, I, uh, I don't dig on that. <clears throat> when I'm listening to a radio show, I love to hear the wheels fall off and someone break down. Why? Why? Why do you? I don't know. I, I think it's just because I'm in radio and I know. See, I don't. I don't think so. And let me tell you why. I, I, I don't think you're a performer. If that makes any sense, like you're mm-hmm. in radio, but you've never been a performer. And by a performer, I mean doing any sort of live, in front of an audience. You have to kind of get the the pop going. That's not to say I haven't bombed. And even though I have no uh, immediate reaction around me to gauge down, I know I just bombed. See, cause I, you know, I, I kind of have a little bit of a theater, like theater background, and done speech and debate, and somewhat some you know comedic kind of things here and there, where you know you you it's based on the relationship with you and the audience that's in the room. Mm-hmm. And when it's not going well, there's nothing worse on earth when you feel like, oh my god, I can't because. You know, at least in radio, if, you know, if the wheels are falling off, something bad's happening, you could always go to break. Yeah. Or all right, we're gonna recoup. Or we'll go to a, a song or yeah. something. You know what I mean? We're gonna try to get everything back together. But when you're up there, alone, mm-hmm. and everyone's staring at you, just shaking their heads or holding their head down in shame, to me, there is no worse feeling than that. And because I've been there before, just because I think every performer has. I sympathetically cannot handle it when it's going through when and when it's happening to somebody else because part of me goes to where they are because <laughs> I love been, it because I've been there. I love it because I go there, but I don't have to actually be associated with it. You know, I go there, I know what they're feeling, and it makes me laugh. Maybe that's part of my problem that I'm I, I care too much, not care too much, but I can understand too much, like understand people's feelings. 
I do not dig that. I think it's you care too much about other people's feelings, too, and you don't want to see them go through that. I'll be honest. I could care less about that kid. But I think there's something in you that you don't want to see anybody go through that. Yeah. No matter how bad you hate them. And that's because I've been there, Mm -hmm. and I've done that. And to me, there are very few things (laughs) on on Earth that are worse you then, get that sweat going? Dude, there were 12 people there last night. Mm-hmm. Maybe 15, and it was mainly because it was Halloween, so, you know, everybody was uh, out doing their thing as opposed to hanging out at open mic night at Bonkers. But I felt ashamed for him for those 12 people. You know? And I was he, laughing like a maniac, and no he, one else was. Then he throws the show's name out there. Well, he did that to start off with, and I'm like, don't do it, because I know you aren't going to do well. If you're going to do well, I don't care if you throw the show's name out there. I encourage it. But if you aren't, don't associate yourself. Now, Hefe, which was worse, sitting there watching him after he said he was from the hideout, or when you did this? All right, now here's the thing. The Axel Foley debacle with Sebastian Bach, when I meant to say Axel Rose, mm-hmm. whatever. That's a slip-up. That's a flub. Those things happen. For some reason, you sons of bitches won't let it go. But it's understandable. It's completely different when you are on stage. And trust me, I felt like a moron uh, all the way through afterwards. Now, Tommy, you should be happy you weren't there either. Because you got brought into it. What? <laughs> We're going to get the tape, and I don't want to tell you how you're brought into it Am I on stage. Punch him in oh the my. face? Probably. That was about Tommy? Yeah. I didn't know that was about Tommy. Yeah. He told me after uh, when we were outside having a cigarette afterwards. For two seconds when he was saying, I thought it was about me. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, maybe that's about his boss at his uh, restaurant job? Yeah, at the Outback. Nope. That was about Tommy? Yep. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that takes it to a whole new level then. I was wondering why he was being so nice today. I now kind of wish that... Uh... So what are we getting that audio? Because there was a guy um, out there. Yeah, he uh, he called me today, and uh, he's dubbing it off tonight. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have it tonight from Bonkers Comedy Club. Uh, that is fantastic. All right, it is a... Uh... A Wednesday night in the hideout, that means 80s bumper music. Also, coming up at the end of this segment and also quarter past the hour, we will have more qualifications Mm -hmm. for free beer from Miller Lite in the hideout final score square challenge brought to you, uh, of course, by Miller Lite. Indianapolis at New England is the game of the week this week, and EC was the winner last weekend for that. Uh, J-Dubs. We have been running a contest called the Hideout Marquee Madness. If you go to realradio.fm, you could uh, see the photos where local businesses put up the hideout or listen to the hideout on their marquees. Uh, we took pictures. We posted them on the web. Uh, yesterday was the deadline. One of the following people are going to, or one of the following businesses are going to win $2,500 in free advertising from mm. the hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Tommy, a little music for me, my friend, if we could. The entries were Clarkie's Restaurant on South Orange uh, Avenue in Orlando. Thank you to them with their specialty being the one-of-a-kind shepherd's pie and also the fantastic breakfast and lunch. Cool Crunch Ice Cream and Ice Cream Cakes. Uh, this is on East Michigan Street in Orlando. 35 different flavors of homemade gourmet ice cream made on the premises. Plus, if you heard about it in the hideout, you got ten, uh, 10% off. Bentley's Bouquets on Edgewater Drive in Orlando. Bentley'sBouquets.com. They got uh, flowers, gift baskets, plants, spa gift certificates, the whole thing. Same uh, same day delivery if you need. 
The Mobile Lube Express at Delaney and Michigan Street in Orlando. They were offering a discount mm-hmm. as well to Heretics, and I thought I was listening to the hideout. Play it against Sports in Kissimmee on Vine Street. Again, all this on RealRadio.fm. And the Let's Talk Cafe on South Orange Avenue in Orlando, letstalkcafe.com, with the best breakfast chef in Orlando and the NFL Sunday ticket. Mm-hmm. J-Dubs, we did the drawing off the air. We are now proud to announce the winner of the $2,500 in free advertising goes to... The Let's Talk Cafe. Congratulations to the Let's Talk Cafe. They also happen to be the first one to put up the marquee. And they are the winner of the $2,500 in free advertising right here in the hideout. We thank all of the businesses for their help. And encourage you to uh, remain uh, you know, promoting the hideout with your marquee. And we'll do this again at the end of the month. And maybe you can pull off $2,500 in free advertising then. I do want to double check and make sure we can run this again through November. Uh, and if so, we will start it back up all over again. Mm-hmm. And if you did not win, you are welcome to enter back into the process. Now, J-Dubs, also, too, a quick update on uh, RealRadio.fm. Speaking of keyword anchor, it is the World Series of Sexy Anchors mm-hmm. uh, here locally, and we are now in round two. I will give you the results and who has moved on to round two and what the curtain battle is. Uh, I know definitely that the first round buys of Marla Weech from Local 6 and also, to Jackie London. They are also uh, competing right now. Uh, if you go to realradio.fm. It's the World Series. Sexy local anchors. And finally, J-Dubs, $500 we have to give away. Yes. And we will talk about that in mere moments. We will have $500 to give out uh, for a contest that we are bringing back. The details are already up on the hideout page on realradio.fm. I want to uh, kind of get a couple of things together before I make the full-on announcement of what nice. it is. But uh, it's especially good for those of you who may happen to be local DJs, maybe some of you at Full Sail or at UCF, or musicians, mm-hmm. any musician. Orlando full of musicians, full of bands, and uh, this could be especially good for some of you guys if you're looking to pick up on the extra $500 and that is an American Express card. So we will get to all of that, plus a lot more on a Wednesday night, Dubs. Just now getting it started in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1 on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Let's go to uh, Wild Bill from Sales real quick. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. Hey, Wild Bill. What's up, Wild Bill? What do you got? Hey, guys. Can you hear me okay? Mm-hmm. Perfect. My personal communication device is working. Uh, um, real quick, I'm just giving you a call to remark, uh, put in my two cents about the comedy club. Um I know you mentioned you first came on the air, but I just had to call you. The deal is that is that room is very difficult because everybody there, with the exception of two or three percent of the audience, are comedians or want to be comedians. All right, so, so that's they that... purposely try to make it tough on each other 
and I know because I go there on occasion. It's been a while since I've been, but um, I wait, got it wait, down. Wild Bill, you do stand-up? Yeah. Do you have any... In fact, I'm, I'm heading there next Tuesday, gentlemen. Can you we got to go. Can you can wait, wait till after, uh, after 11 to go on? What's that? Can you wait till after 11 to actually go on and do your act so we can go see you? That is correct. All right. All right. Here, yeah. All right. I want to hear this because Deb said yeah. he's also going to get on stage. No, too no, no, but, no, but no. There's no, a certain no. way I have the formula, and not everybody knows it. But, uh, and the reason I know this is because uh, a comedian who I'm not going to mention from L.A. was there hosting a couple of different times, and he that told fan? me how to how to make it work. And you know what? It's right on the money. It gets Judy the Tenuta? whole room laughing. It doesn't matter Yaka? what the material is. It's the delivery. Elaine Brusler? <laughs> All right. Well, very good then. Uh, this is awesome, and Man, I can't wait for next Tuesday. Now I'm counting the days. Wild Bill is Gallagher yeah, it's too. Be awesome guys. <laughs> All right. We'll see you out there then. Uh, are we going to get the information? Or are we going to get the audio? Do we know if we're getting it tonight? Um, I'll give you the number again. No, we aren't going to get it. Chunks. I've been trying to get him. I'll go call him again. I talked to him earlier today. Did you? Yeah. Let me. Uh... Here, I'll hand over the number that well, let's you do it called during, me on. Let's do it during the break. 407 916 dubs Also, uh, who is the qualifier for the free beer? Dan in the 407. All right, congratulations to you, Dan, as you were the uh, the big qualifier for the free beer from Miller Lite. Uh, we're going to be at the Florida International Reptile Expo this Saturday, Dubs, from noon until 2 at the Orange County Convention Center. Uh, they're coming in tomorrow. It's my understanding. With reptiles. Oh. What do you mean? Oh. I'm frightened of reptiles. What do you? I, I'm going in that booth. I'm going to be in that little aquarium no, over there, no, no. and you're going to be there with, in the air with all the snakes and uh, alligators. Well, then why are you going to this then? I am going, but I'm not going to uh, be putting my hands near any of them. I think. What are they bringing? I think that because I'm. I want to hold one of these. Perfect. You'll Ew. be right next to them. I want to hold one of these reptiles. I I think there's one of the. They're bringing what? in like uh, rare lizards, like fifty thousand dollar pythons, stuff like oh, that. Oh, so I mean, yeah, they're gonna have. Paul Hogan's coming in. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have a a nice array of animals, like rare, weird looking lizards. And... What you gonna do, brother, when my fifty thousand dollar pythons go wild on you? Uh. You have a fear. Oh. oh, irrational fear. What is it about reptiles that, that drive you crazy? Or, like, what scares you? I don't trust them. But more than what? More than any other mammal. Like a mammal. A mammal's fine. I can, you know, I'll, I'll hug a tiger. Why would you hug a tiger but not pet a snake? Because those things turn on you. They, they don't look that menacing because they don't have legs. You think a tiger's but, not going to turn on you? Oh, but a tiger, you can tell. It is cute. He growls. Hey, Dubs, why don't, you, why don't we get a, like, uh... And I think I can knock a tiger out. We get a really low-budget set. I'll wear my karate outfit, bring a bear, and you can sit on a chair and just smile at the camera, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. <laughs> that clip from, I think it was Australia, of this lady just sitting next to a bear in a TV studio, and the bear just goes ballistic. I saw But that. you can tell that that bear... Was not happy about being there. The I, snake, you never know what it's thinking. Yeah, well, a snake, a lot of times, when it rattles its tail, that's when you know there's going to be some trouble. It's already too late by then. When it's hissing? That's already too late. You can't get away from it. You do a sudden move, that thing is latched onto your leg and killing your ass. Dude, I think it is time. All right, they're not going to bring anything that's going to kill you. 
I think it's time you face your fear no, tomorrow. No, I'm not facing my fear. Why don't, you, reason. why don't you just squint your eyes a little bit and play with an alligator? Put your hand and head in its mouth and see That's what happens. That's from the Asian guy who, uh, I think that was a crocodile. Whatever. He, snaps, he slaps it on the nose, which is one thing you never do. You never slap a uh, crocodile on the nose. And he puts his hand in there, and the guy gra- the, the uh, crocodile grabs onto his arm, does a death roll, and rips it right off. I can't wait to see this tomorrow on real TV. Yeah, dude. I don't know why you're going to this. I would give a grizzly bear a handy. Before. Well, then I think Are you we talking should, about like a zoo's porn collection. We should set that up. I don't understand why you're going to this on Saturday if you're a big I'm puss. Going, it's baby steps, my friend. I'll mm-hmm. go to the expo. I just don't want to have them loose near me. I don't. This, that act. I'll tell you right now. That sucks. I think. I don't think you should go if you're so afraid of them. Yeah, I guess this is a really big thing around here. We haven't been here all that long, but Gazoo said people go nuts for the tickets. I'm excited about it. I think we're going to have tickets to give away and all sorts of stuff to give away. They're coming in tomorrow. I'm going to hold a snake. I would headbutt a chimpanzee before I, I even get like three feet from a loose snake. I'd like to put an offer out there. If if they would be willing to, I'd love to wrestle a gator out on that uh I don't, think, I don't think they'll allow you to wrestle a gator. Uh, I just think it'd be fun. Well, it'd be fun, but you do it on your own time. We're not going to come in here and wrestle the animals that they're going to bring us tomorrow. Okay. Now, Dubs, do you trust fish at all? No. Would you go fishing, though? Yeah. Why don't you and Hefe take a canoe out Saturday and go fishing beforehand? You can go to Lake, Lake Jessup. That's a nice place to go fishing, I've heard. I've heard it's great fishing out there. That is, like, one of the most... Gator-infested lakes around. Oh, yeah. well, baby steps. Yeah. Hopefully, Heffy won't stand up and you guys will fall over. Yeah, because you're in the canoe. You're not actually in the lake. I was Looks in the like lake. Jump on there. No, I was in the lake. Nothing happened to me. Yeah, I remember. They're agile. I can't believe you're such a sissy. You'll you'll tattoo your body up. You'll do all sorts of stupid stuff. Dude, you put hot sauce in your eyes. Yes. Hot sauce isn't going to turn on me. I know what I'm getting myself into with hot sauce. Connor in the 407. What's up, Connor? Hey, man. No, good, good. I was just going to say, if you're scared of horror movies and animals, you're just a pussy, man. I'm not, I'm not afraid of horror movies. Yeah, that is. Just sitting there cowering. I'm not afraid of horror movies. They're in the hills have eyes in the omen. I laugh. I chuckle. We'll combine three things. You can get in a pit. No, no, no. We'll start you off with a tattoo. Get a tattoo while you have hot sauce in your eyes, and you'll be in a pool with a gator. I'll do the first two. just... You know, pour out everywhere. I'll do the first two. All right, what's your irrational fear, Chunks? Do you have one that doesn't... Irrational. Uh, yeah, the band. What uh, what doesn't make any sense to you, like, as far as your fears go? I know there's one that you had that you really... Oh, I know what it is. Electricity. Yeah. I hate that. And I don't like... um. You know what you're getting yourself into with electricity, though. You know what's coming. Ah, you don't, man. That I stuff saw... can kill you. I saw this thing on Mythbusters over the weekend where they were doing the test of the hair dryer and the toaster and ah. everything falling in. And they had gotten all their they had gotten all their math wrong in the beginning, so they were dropping that stuff in. And they're like, oh, that couldn't kill anybody. Well, I don't know what all the hubbub is. And like, uh, some professor came over and showed them where their decimals were off. And very easily you could die from a uh, curling iron. Dropping mm-hmm. in while you're taking a shower. I remember a Alf episode where he dropped a toaster in. Alf? Yeah. And uh, at the right, end, hold on a second. Hold on. And at the end, he had to do that cheesy. It's not safe to drop toasters into your bathtub. All right, wait a second. So we're having a discussion about <laughs> electricity, and the first thing that pops in your mind as an Alf. example is Alf. Yes. 
I remember that one. Do you? The 1980s quote-unquote sitcom. Then he like loses memory or something. Uh huh. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I just remember the cheesy, you know, uh, at the end of all those kinds of episodes, they have to have the disclaimer of the actual star saying it. Dude, let's have a fear factor week here in the hideout. Let's face our fears. What's I, your fear? Heights. I had it real bad with heights. Like I could never bungee Art. jump or. I want I want you to uh, go up on top of a, a really tall scaffolding with no uh, harnesses on. No harnesses. There has to be a element of an, uh, danger in there. All right, I'll do it. No uh, harnesses. I'll I'll do the uh, snake thing after that. No, we're not doing it after because they're coming in tomorrow. Yeah, no, because do... then you'll be dead and I won't be held to it. Not <laughs> <laughs> gonna die. Yes, you will. Uh, falling off harnesses. No, you won't have a harness. That's the problem. Oh yeah, falling off one of these scaffoldings. I mean, I'll do it with Hefe because oh, that sounded bad. I'll uh, go along with this because I'm afraid of heights too. Why don't we face our fears? We can do it tomorrow in the afternoon. We'll go and uh, go to a playground and uh, get on swings. All right, how about that? No swings. Monkey are, bars. Those are, oh, Come on, you're racist. That's not what I meant. They're they're just as good as any uh, white bars. Hmm. You can get the same beer there. That's not what I said. That's not what I meant. Emmanuel, thing of 407. Swings. What's up, hey, man? How you doing? Hey, bro. Hey, you remember our Final Destination 2 when the, the, the accident scene at the beginning with the big trees uh, mm-hmm. coming off the truck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to live in South Carolina where they did that a lot. They used to always transport these trees. And I swear, I would never, I would get, never travel more than less than one mile behind one of those trucks because that was always my fear. One of those things coming off those trucks and going right through my windshield, impaling me, and my mama calling me a stupid ass for doing so being behind that truck. (laughs) What an awful mom you would have. You know, I won't drive behind one of those trucks either. I always go over to the side. It doesn't make any sense, though. Like, you, you've seen it too much, at least in movies, to say, all right, so this is a bad idea. When you have those big concrete rolls, too, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. And you never really see the uh, the things holding those things up, you know? There's, there has to be something up there, you know, keeping these things from falling back. But you don't see them strapped down. K-Mike says, I'm definitely afraid of hot, naked, 20-something chicks. I'd hate for you guys to make me dive into a pool of something for those tickets or something along those Just lines. Just for him, he won't have to do that. I had it all lined up, but since he's a good uh, friend of the show, we'll cancel it. So you honestly would not hold... What about... A, would you hold a, just one of the little lizards, little reptiles? I'd be able to hold a baby iguana. <laughs> Alright, now when we here in Central Florida, one thing I know... Bring me a salamander! One of the things that I noticed when we were here in Central Florida, there are always little lizards and frogs around. I can handle those. They're everywhere. So what's the no difference? teeth. What's the difference between that and a boa constrictor? Because a boa constrictor is very strong. It constricts and cuts off your pipe. Your windpipe? Windpipe. All right. How I... about you fight a lion that has one around its neck? I'll do that. As a necklace. I don't understand the irrational fear of this. I don't understand where you're going Saturday. I say Tommy comes with me. No. I'll go. I want to look at him. I just don't want to touch him. I know, but I'll go in your place, though. Yeah, no, I, I want th- you to. I, th- I think Tommy should join me at this uh, Florida International Reptile Expo. Tell poop. <laughs> then we can get on the swings <laughs> what are, you gonna, are you going to walk around cowering the whole yes! time? Oh. We can break loose at the expo, man. You don't want to take the risk. Yeah, so I think Tommy should join me. No, I'm there. I'm good. I want to look at him. 
I'm very interested in them. I just don't want them to be loose around me. K Mike in the three two one. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. Yo. Tell you, my biggest fear would be inside like a big tub of lizards while chunks sucking my man. All <laughs> right. I think that was a little bit too much. <laughs> He's been going crazy lately. All right, here's what we gotta do. I said tomorrow when Dubs is in the booth, we have our friends from the Florida International Reptile Expo come in here and just let the snakes loose. That's messed up. One on each side of the door? Yeah. What, cobras? They're not going to bring in cobras, although it would be badass if they did. Cobra Kai's. What are they bringing in, Chunks? Do you know for sure? Put them in a body bag! <laughs> yeah, they will. That's you tomorrow. Uh, I think they're going with a, a python, big yes. ones. Yes. And a uh, couple other, like, rare lizards that look aw- awkward and w- goofy. Will you call them and ask them if we can feed them on the air tomorrow? Yeah, I did. Actually, um, surprisingly enough, when this was brought up, um, when the order was put in, I don't know if they'll remember. I'll check with the salesperson tomorrow. She did actually put in a request for a hungry snake. Dubs. You're no, why would, we, why would we want a hungry snake? We don't want one that's already... I want one that's had a big meal. I'm not joking either. I want either. one that's just ate a baby. I'm serious. I'm not joking either because I thought, well, you know, since they're here, if a mouse accidentally got loose in here. Yeah, here's what we'll do. We'll play a little game. It's called Dubs in the Booth with the Mice and the Python. I don't want a python with hungry eyes looking at me. No one put snake in the corner. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. What time are they coming in? I think uh, it was 8. Very good. 8, 8.30. Dubs, you're going to live for another 24 and a half hours before the python eats you. I hope one doesn't flatten out and find its way into his car. (laughs) Peter sons of bitches. Tom in the 407. What's up, Tom? What's going on, man? Go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, snakes, they're not a problem. First of all, all these snakes at the reptile show, they're well-fed and stuff like that, so they're not going to attack you. Mm-hmm. But my my greatest fear is fire ants. My fiance wants me to cut the grass, and she knows I'm highly allergic to a little fire ant. Like, I get two bites, I have to go to the hospital. Well, you're I'm allergic more, to that. that that's more, that's a rational that. fear. I'm more afraid of a fire ant, which is a little bug, than a snake. Well, because you are allergic. That's, uh, that's completely different. I used to have a real bad thing about wasps. Uh, white, white Anglo-Saxon, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now you do a show with one. I know, and it's scary. Trust me, every night. Why do you think I'm in the booth? But what I used to... <laughs> Enough of the theme. <laughs> uh, I thought you meant you were afraid of Blackie Lawless, the singer of Wasp. Uh, but what I used to do when I was in Texas <laughs> and I'd have to mow the lawn mm-hmm. is I, in the middle of a Texas summer when it was like 100 and something in Dallas, I would wear full sweats like a mask, uh, gloves, boots, and I would walk pushing the mower in one hand and with the spray in the other to kill the bees. If they and you think here. I'm ridiculous. You're out there like a uh, like a fencing uh, student. 16 years old, douche. Look at you. 16. You're, I thought you were like nine. You're 26. 26 years old. Get over I'm not. I'm afraid of dying, not having a little sore. <laughs> A python is not going to kill you, unless it's hungry tomorrow, in which case we will feed it. You're you're afraid of my girl, and I'm afraid of an actual real thing. What, a girl? What are you talking about? What does that mean? You remember the end of My Girl? No, the I've never seen it. by all the bees? Great. Now I don't have to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
That was on tap for this weekend. And by the way, I did have a wasp fly into my eye when I was a kid. What are you laughing at? What do you mean? The... I'm just picturing it. I'm just picturing you outside playing at like a little Hot Wheels. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, whatever the, the three wheelers are. And you're just rolling around and a wasp just... <laughs> no, I was more like nine. We were playing Star Wars in the backyard. And I guess my lightsaber pissed it off and it flew right in my eye. So you get homo Juan Kenobi? What? What? <laughs> what was that? Don't what, worry about you, it. You want to try saying that one again? Homo Juan Kenobi. Jesus. Let's isolate that. You got enough of those. You scared bitch. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Really annoyed today. Anybody in particular? Or? No, just kind of in general. For some reason, I'm just in a bad mood. I don't know what it is. I, um, I don't know. I'm very angry. Uh, who's hotter? Jackie London from Local 6 or WFTV 9's Jody Fleischer, who advanced currently, if you go to realradio.fm, uh, Jody Fleischer is in the lead. Mm -hmm. That's kind of shocking, to be honest really? with you. Especially as I look at the photos. Uh, but it is a very close one, so you can go and uh, vote on that. And also in round two, there are others. Uh, the, the winners of these will go on to take on Andrea Jackson or Jessica Sanchez. Uh, but it is between Marla Weech and Aaron Logan. Aaron Logan from Fox 35. And right now, Aaron Logan has a uh, two-to-one lead. Mm -hmm. So anyway, go vote. Find out. I believe we're even going to try to get some of the anchors on the air at oh, some nice. point, too. That'll be a lot of fun as well. Uh, we now have, J-Dubs, I want to announce... Our new $500 contest. All right. We did this last year. It was called the Beatdown Beat Mix Contest. If you go to realradio.fm, here's what you do. You take clips from the show and put, to, put them together to music. All right? Make sure we add that on the website, because I'm looking at it right now, and it just says put it together how you see fit. But it has to be to music. Mm -hmm. It's like a, you know, like a beatdown, like a remix. And you can win a $500 American Express card. The audio is already on RealRadio.fm. Now, last year, it was all chunks. Yeah, it was chunks as beatdown beat mix. This time we're doing the whole show, correct? Yeah, the hideout beatdown beat mix 2006. Let me play an example from last year. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy. Chunks. Chunks. Daddy.
And there's one of the examples from last year. I believe that was our runner-up last year. Yeah, I believe done by Giant Brian. Yes, so it was only Chunks drops. Mm-hmm. This year, it is any drop that comes from the show or is associated with the show. So on RealRadio.fm, for the Hideouts 2006 Beatdown Beat Mix, we have clips, once again, from Chunks, uh, Dubs, myself, Hefe, Tommy, even Matt Albert clips, intern clips, and various clips. The other added bonus, for those of you who really want to get involved, you can download any clip from the podcast. And mm-hmm. there's a quick, uh, a quick, easy download link on realradio.fm. You have to email your entry to beatdown at realradio.fm. The winner, as according to a poll, which will be put up on realradio.fm the weekend before we announce, the winner will get a $500 American Express card. We did this when we first got into town uh, last year, and we only gave away a TiVo. Yeah. And it was an overwhelming success then. Yes. I think we had over actually 40 entries or so, and we only ran it for, I think, two or three weeks, so we didn't have I think we ran it for two weeks and then one week of uh, voting. Exactly. So I am uh, very excited that we are bringing this back. I want you guys to... uh, because here's the thing. In our time here, we've made so many friends with uh, you know, with DJs, mm-hmm. with local DJs. There's DJ M Squared, DJ Primal. There not are a lot, Hefe. Uh, <laughs> including maybe not Hefe. Mm-hmm. Musicians who have the ability. Remember when we very first started this, the Soul Brother came in and did a live version during an open door. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. I'd love to see if he'd even be willing to do something like that up again. That would be that would be uh, just absolutely fabulous. So $500 American Express card up for grabs in the Hideout 2006 Beatdown Beat Mix. And if you don't ha- uh, have any, like, any kind of DJ background or something like that, even if you just have like the editing software at home, you know, it's not hard to get. You can just put together your own little thing, well, too. Well, everybody does it. I mean, yeah. you know, if you have a... a an Apple uh, notebook, mm-hmm. you know, it already has the software on it. A lot of times, too, uh, most PCs you can easily download something. I'm a, I'm a, this is SPK's, I hate, the one he was doing vagina. in uh, I hate studio. I hate yeah, I'm gay, gay, whatever. I'm Sean, gay, gay. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. I'm gay, gay, chunks. Yeah, I'm gay, chunks, chunks. That was SPK live in studio, I believe, during an open door last year. So check it out, realradio.fm. Get the entries in. $500 American Express card for you. Uh, Let's do it upright this year. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Where it stops, nobody knows. Back in the hideout on a Wednesday night, wrapping up Hour 1, Real Radio 104.1. Remind me to tell you about this dream that I had, and I want to... I want to see if you can interpret it and see what it means. All right. Um, it means your partner's going to die from an alligator attack. <laughs> Just a guess. I'm, I'm going to hold off. I don't want to tell the story now because, A, I don't know if I can. I'm probably going to have to wait till after 10 o'clock to tell uh, it. A little nasty dream? Yeah. But I am, it uh, it could be a lot of fun. And I want to give a quick, quick plug, of course, because we always uh, support each other here in the hideout and here at Real Radio 104.1. And the Monsters tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock are going to have Brett Bushy on. Now, Ooh. of course, we've had Brett Bushy on, Orlando Predators. 
He's very good to this show. Uh, Tommy was out with him. I guess maybe saw him last uh, when you guys were picking the uh, the finalists for the Orlando Predators cheerleaders. I saw yeah. Brett yesterday actually playing basketball. So he's going to have an on-air debate, uh, the Monsters are, with a lady from the Orlando, Orlando Sentinel that wrote a story about Orlando Predators fans saying the Magic fan that called Matumbo a big monkey should just go to a Predator game. Ouch. Now, this has been posted on hideoutheretics.net. Uh, Triple, R, Triple R posted it on there. Obviously, Brett is pissed. Yeah, well, I, I, it, it sucks that people who go to these games, they can get rowdy, but it's just because people are into the games and everything. It doesn't mean that they are animals, racist animals, you know? So, um, Brett is going to debate this person from the Sentinel tomorrow. And you know it's going to be awesome right here. Mm. First of all, because it's going to be on the monsters. Brett is always good. He's very animated. And he's relentless. Yeah, he uh, if he believes something, he's going to hammer it into you. Uh, and I know he's got to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, arena football fans get a, I guess they get a bad rap. I don't know why. We've especially, been... especially around here, because it's the jungle. You know, there's a whole kind of mystique around it. I gotcha. Um, but nonetheless, that should be a lot of fun. We will uh, we will be tuning in for that tomorrow night. And I guess Chunks has booked the guy that all this happened to. Uh, he finally got a hold of him. And what's his name? It's something very odd. Hooman. Just Hooman. Yeah, I'm just going to call him Hooman. It's odd because you look at the name and I'm thinking to myself, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing shouting out monkey? How can't you know that that's going to go uh, piss someone off? I guess the cat's been getting death threats and all sorts of things, too. Here's the email that he wrote to Chunks, because he did write Chunks back an email. He goes, uh, I've been a Central Florida resident since 1976. I have two biracial kids. I'm allowed. Uh-oh. My idols include Martin Luther King Jr. Anthony Robbins. I am a very anti-racism person. I love rap music and R&B. Wow, throwing every excuse out there on why he's not racist. That's when you know you're dealing with someone who may be... Oh, don't worry, I have uh, interracial kids. A uh, few friends are black. I, do, I, I mean, I, wanna, I just want to ask the guy, dude, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh, that's all I want to know, because it's made national headlines. And what did Matumbo do? Was it the wave of the finger that got you pissed off? What was it? Because that's what he's known for. Yeah, he's, no, known for uh, uh, he's known for talking trash uh, after he swats the uh, swats the ball after a block. He is uh, sticking with the story that it wasn't racist. It was just an observation. What? No, that's what he's saying. It wasn't a racist comment. He's saying in his head it was just an observation on how the guy looks. Oh, get out, really? Yeah, yeah, he didn't mean it racist. He just, you know, it just flew out of his mouth. L. Ross in the 407. What's hey, up? guys, what's up? Hey, buddy. As far as Jamel Hill being on the Monsters tomorrow, that should be that should be really good. She uh, she does a little bit of stuff with the um, the Sentinel Sports radio show on, you know, the local sports AM talk. Mm-hmm. So And she's pretty tenacious with them. She holds her own with them. But if you go to um, OrlandoSentinel.com and you look at the sports page, she's already kind of printed a semi-retraction there. 
All right. Well, this is going to be fun because I don't think that Brett's going to let her off the hook. No. Oh no, not not by a long shot. But yeah, she can she can definitely hold her own, you know, on a on a radio station. So I should think, be should be good to hear tomorrow. That's tomorrow morning on the Monsters in the morning at eight o'clock. We'll take 8 a break. AM, guys. Yeah, we'll take a break. Come back with that. It's a hideout. We're Radio One Hundred Four Point One. I was taunting him. It was just supposed to be a game, you know. I never meant to hurt anybody's feelings, and uh, this oh. thing has gone blown way out of proportion, and the NBA's made an example of me. Yeah, now, I will I will agree with that. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. We're with Human Hamzaloui. I hope I said that correctly. I'm going That's to okay. agree with you that the, uh, the, the it was a little bit steep the whole year. Well, now I want to follow up with, okay, so you said that. Was it just because he was taunting Dwight Howard? I mean, I, I see you, and I saw the video here on Local6.com. First of all, that was an ugly shirt you're wearing. I'm not going to lie to you. I, yeah, I think right. I, That's Roberto <laughs> Cavalli, baby. <laughs> it wasn't a very pretty shirt. But it, but it looked like you were even yelling things as you were leaving. No, I was telling the crowd to give it up. Because at that point, everybody was cheering me on. Dikembe Mutombo flicks me off, and he's getting ready to charge me, and, uh, you know, the fans didn't like that. I, well, do you, was it uh, a little bit far when you blew your cheeks out and started making the noises at him? No, you didn't do that, no, did here's you? here's what happened. I, I said that comment. He turns around and flicks me off. Okay. okay? So I stand up and make my uh, face the resemblance of what I thought was looked like his face, you know? It wasn't ever I was just kidding. All right, Dubs says he was. Dubs was said that as a joke. You actually made a monkey face, dude. Yeah, right at the game. Oh God! Are you kidding? All right, now I'm, get, I'm getting on the Instagram. Let me share something with you that nobody knows. Uh-huh. I'm a, I've been studying Martin Luther King for years. I am so against racism, and I'm totally sensitive to what African Americans have gone through in our lifetime. And I go through stuff. Ever since I've been, I've been in Orlando, I'm 31 years old, I've been mm-hmm. here for 30 and a half years. I've had racism my whole life, look at my name. Yeah, okay? I was going to say, what is your race, just so that people know? I was, I was born in Iran, I came here 30 and a half years ago, and I've been right in Central Florida, and I've been taking stuff forever. I don't get bent out of shape, right. I just move on and say, hey, that's, they're ignorant and they're right to feel that way. All right. Now, after 9-11, I get 10 times worse. Oh, I'm sure. Now, I, I, there, I have no doubt about that. Now, I'm getting a lot of people on the Instant Messenger, I guess, who know you and say you and your family really are good people. Uh, my, I don't know. My issue is you yell something that, hey, you look like a monkey. Don't you know that the whole monkey thing has a negative <laughs> connotation when you're yelling it to someone, uh, not I, only I a black it. person, but someone of African descent? I had no idea. Hold on. And, uh, you know, okay, I can see. No idea. All right. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take that one second. But one, he gets pissed and flips you off, and then you make the monkey face at him. <laughs> I, I don't know how you... Did you fling your poo? It's oh, yeah. a game. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I understand it's a game, but uh, here's here's what could be kind of the problem. Um, You're not on the court. You know what I mean? Like I know it's one thing you got okay, guys. So I was the only fan in history to talk. No, 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 no. Uh, Just let me, let me, let me finish because people say worse than me. No, I'm, uh, let me finish. Most people just start a wave or something. Yeah, you got people like Gary Payton. Um, there are a lot of guys in the NBA who are notorious for talking trash, and it's even been well documented a lot of times too, whether it's the NFL or the NBA, that guys will get really personal. But that's one thing between guys on the court. Do you, are you one of those guys that? feels, hey, I bought a ticket. I can do whatever the hell I want. Not at all. 
That's, just because I buy a ticket doesn't give me the right to behave like a jerk-off. Right. And I'm a father of two, therefore I would never want to set an example or do something that I wouldn't want to see in front of my children. Mm -hmm. I, if, if you ask the ushers who mm -hmm. constantly cheer me on, my, my usher and the security guard right next to my seats used to say, who are you going to tease tonight? I never have used profanity. I don't even drink alcohol at the games. Right. I just, you know, make fun of players' haircuts, their shoes. <laughs> Sometimes these guys that are injured, uh, you know, they have to dress up as uh, civilians. Mm -hmm. We're used to seeing them in the basketball courts. Some of these guys have, you know, horrible outfits on. Now, I know you guys don't like my shirt from that night, but... <laughs> You know, these guys sometimes come out there with the funniest shoes, and I'll yell out, hey, nice shoes. And they even they themselves laugh. I, I, have, a, I have a question for you, uh, Hooman, in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Let's say you are, I don't know, Church Street, mm -hmm. and someone pisses you off. Do you yell at a random guy on the street, hey, you look like a monkey? Sure. <laughs> I mean, have, you, have you learned your lesson? I don't know. Oh, now, oh I, I thought you were talking about, you know, uh, if I would say something to a guy in Church Street. Yeah. I thought, I, I wouldn't, now that I've learned how bad the word monkey is, it's going to come out of my vocabulary. Right, right, you know? right, 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 right. I, if I'm in the street and somebody's drunk and yells something at me, I'm going to yell something back. No, I understand that. You always want to defend yourself with words. You got People got questions for whom? And yeah, let's go to uh, Eric in the 407. What's up, Eric? Hey, what's up, y'all? This guy, regardless of how much sugar he tried to put on top of it, that was a racial comment. He said it as a racial comment. So, so what if what if Matumbo would have walked by him and said, "Hey, hey, hey, Sand in, I don't like that shirt you have on." He'd be trying to sue him for everything that he no, owns right now. that's not true. He's and you know what, my friend? I'm really sorry if I offended you. Okay, I never meant to use it as a racial slur. If you really knew me. You would understand I'm not a racist. So you go I'm so far from that, it's pathetic. And that's what a lot of people are saying, too. And you've actually taken a lot of steps to apologize. You've written a letter. You, uh, you were uh, trying to make a donation. Or have you actually made the donation to the, ch the charity Here's of Matumbo's? what my letter said. I said, you know, my actions were unexcusable, okay? And I said, I'm not going back to a basketball game until Dikembe Matumbo gives me his blessings. Okay, hold okay? on. We, we have and Matumbo on the line. Oh, Tumbo in the 407. Yes, I want to talk to this little man. All right. That's, I doubt that's Matumbo. I am, not, I am not monkey. I am gorilla. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. I, but here's, here's, here's what's interesting, though. You grew, up, you grew up in America, Central Florida at that, for 30 years, and you never have heard monkey used in a derogatory way towards an African-American. No, sir, I haven't. I grew up from a great family of a diverse background, and we don't use racial slurs against people. I'm not even okay? saying your buddies. I, I'm talking no. about... I'm talking about... I didn't, I didn't grow up in, uh, you know, the uh, KKK Hall or something like that. So, you know, my, my uh, uncle used to have a nightclub in Mount Dora, and they burned it down once they found out we were Iranian. No, I had, listen, okay. I, I'm a Latin American guy. No, I, no, no, let me say this, though, for two seconds, because I'm not attacking you. I, I just, it, to me, we're just that, trying to get in your head here. Yeah, that's the most shocking thing to me, because I'm a Latin American guy. I'm Mexican. I grew up in Texas. I've lived all over, obviously, uh, Michigan, D.C. I'm now here in Central Florida. And it's not a matter of my family. They never use racial terms. 
At least not in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being in school, being out in the world, you hear various awful things said about people of clutter, color, including Iranians or Mexicans or black Americans. I just found it odd that you've never heard the term monkey. I mean, what was it? Howard Cosell, they got in all that trouble, got yeah. lost his Monday night gig after... Yeah, but I'm only 31 years old. I didn't... I, I'm I didn't 28. I'm 28. You never heard when Howard Cosell said, look at that you know, monkey, that, Ron? I hey. learned about that today, something about... And I said, did he get in trouble for that? And they said, no, he called white people that, black people that, everybody. Well, he did get uh, yeah, he lost canned. His, he lost his job at Monday Night but Football. But he, he didn't mean it in a racist way either, he said. He's, uh, I've heard like uh, his nephew well, say... I heard that story today. Yep. Let's go to uh, Jethro real quick in the 407. What's up, Jethro? You're talking yeah, to whom? I, I just want to congratulate him on understanding American tradition. All right. I don't think that uh, any congratulations. No, that's, uh, I, I, I don't take that. Don't worry, guys. I don't. Uh, you know what's funny is I have got some emails, and they said, yeah, we think he is. That too, and I, and I responded back to him, and I said, please don't associate me with your crooked views. Uh, so what, what about the death threats you've been getting, dude? Man, because of the business that I'm in, my email and phone number are everywhere. Right. So I've I've taken on like 300 emails, uh, 300 plus phone calls. Um, and you know what the craziest thing is, and the thing that hurts me the most, because I am so anti-racist. Okay, uh, I am getting the best of people. You know, people are going getting so mad and being so racist themselves. Right. And that's what's, you know, I feel like I've caused more hate in America than good. You know, people should have looked at my situation and said, look, here's a chance where look at this ignorance. We can fix this and educate people more so some stupid thing like this doesn't happen. Instead, everybody's turned their racism out on me, saying they would like to harm me and all, all this other stuff and how, you know, I should be blown up. And I will, know. I will say that it sounds to me like you really do feel very bad about what has ended up happening. Of course uh, I have. Dubs, and, and you know what? I'm going to uh, use this opportunity for this negative thing to turn it into a positive. I'm going to reach out to as many people as I can so they can see the real me. Because, you know, I, I've been raised that it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. You know? I like so, that bumper sticker. That's a good one. Let's go to uh, Kevin, Carl, and Kyle in the 321. The KKK club takes a fence in the comparison. All right. That's, are you going to get a lot of that? You're not, do you worry, too, that now, I mean, I know you're talking about it, but you're really worried that from now on you're just going to be that guy that yelled monkey at the, the campaign Matumbo? And then did no, the face. because the legacy uh, uh, that I'm going to leave behind is going to be much bigger than that. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a, a five-second bad judgment. And, uh, you know, what the craziest thing is, I love rap music and R&B music. That doesn't and- help. I'll just say this now. Whenever, you, like, whenever somebody says something... You, you never want to throw out I love rap music, R&B music, and I have a black friend, because it makes no, you look guilty. What, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I, know, I, know. I know. We know I what... I have gotten in front of TV with so many different colors of people that no. I haven't done that. And you I know? hear you. But I truly love rap music, and I mean, I, there is no white music in my car, and I'm going out to uh, one or two jams tomorrow, and it's the last interview I'm going to do, and I have some friends of mine that are on the BJs uh, of one or two jams, and we've been friends since like the ninth grade. They're like, well, you need to come on the show. We need to tell people who you are, because this isn't you. We grew up with you. We know who you are. Right, I got you. Know you. I mean? Let's go to radio on the 407. What's up, radio? Go radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? You're on the air. 
Hey, Hefe, awesome show, buddy. Just want to put that in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of in the same field as you are. Where like, I feel like you know, I'm. I don't really buy that this guy's never heard the term "monkey" is a racial slur. But whether you do or you don't, it doesn't matter. In the end, it sounds like a heartfelt apology to me. Right. Um, so, like, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but, you know, I, I understand why some people might not. See, I'll, I'll, I'll even say this. Even growing up around black folks like I did, uh, mm-hmm. it gets thrown out with black folks amongst each other. I just don't. I'll be honest. It sounds like you're contrite. It sounds like you really, you know, feel sorry and you're trying to make positive steps. But I'm telling you. I'm not buying the fact that you never heard monkey as a racial term growing can, up in, I, I, growing up in America for 30 years. And there, you know what? There's going to be things where I guarantee if we get together, you're going to, I'm going to have that same, oh, my God, you don't know about this or you don't know about that. And, you know, right. I, wish, I wish I did. Trust me, I wish I did because I wouldn't have made that stupid mistake in front of 16,000 people. All right, Hooman, dude, I, uh, one more. Blackhawk in the 407. What's up, Blackhawk? Uh, hey, as a member of the black community, mm-hmm. I would like to uh, say that we all forgive you because you listen to rap music and R&B. Thank you for that nice gesture. Thank you, Blackhawk. You've never, uh, you've never heard what the term. What an ter- idiot! I know. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. You've never heard the term porch monkey. I've heard of porch. Come monkey, on. Okay, but I have. I I didn't know that porch monkey and monkey are the same thing. Although they it's are pretty close. close. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's a poll going around uh, of the internet, and it's got a, a picture of the Kembe's face on a bo- monkey's body. Oh and Jesus! Everybody else agrees uh, that you know he looks like a monkey. Dude, you're not. <laughs> dude, you're not. You're not helping yourself. Here's the thing. No. I almost want to coach you in public relations because you don't throw that out to say, "Hey, I was writing hey, and I speak from the heart. I, I don't, you know, I don't sugarcoat anything. My mouth obviously gets me in trouble sometimes. No, I hear you. All right, Hooman. So, well, I appreciate you coming in, man, and I wish you best of luck, brother. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I will talk to you later, brother. We'll see you. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Here's what it is to me, and he's not going to cop to it. I do not believe that you can live in the United States of America for 30 years and not know that referring to a, bl- a black person as a monkey is a racist term. I'm not buying it. I'll tell you what. Next time me and him go to the meeting, I'll get to the bottom of the story. Even more so, it's like here's what it is. Yesterday, one of our junior heretics, mm-hmm. Hamburglar, gets beat up by a black guy. He, t- he was trick-or-treating, something happens. He told the story, long-winded, end of the night. He types to me on IM. That this N-word beat the hell out of him. Because, and I told him, dude, you can't do that. You know, it's awful you can't do that. But he was angry. Mm-hmm. It was heat of the moment. To me, the way it appears, and I'm not going to speak for Hooman, in that heat of the moment, I think that it, racist thing came out. I think it was a slip. I don't think he is... Uh racist by nature and would just go around yelling at people i would i would even agree with that too uh i, I just, just think would... that you know it came out and uh it was it sounded very racist and uh it was racist but it wasn't you know just so heartfelt and hateful you know that it was something that deserved to uh I can't believe that you make a joke about him making a monkey face, and he goes, yeah, I did that after you gave me the finger. That was a bad shirt, my friend. See, I think Matumbo was ready just to flip him off and go about his business, 
And then he makes the monkey face, and that pissed him off even more. <sighs> yeah, that heat of the moment thing I never buy. I don't buy that you can be an American here for 30 years and not know that uh, that's a derogatory term. Let's go uh, right through these calls real quick. Blocky Chan in the 407. What's going on, man? I think this kid is racist as all get out because he could have called the Kimbe Mutombo a lot of names. He could have called him a giraffe. He could have called him a, a tall python. A tall python. A, hey, a you tall python. Right. You feel me? You're he right. came out with monkey because monkey is, is, a, is a racist derogatory term. And the thing that he fails to realize the most is the Kimbe Mutombo is a world traveler. When he goes to different countries, they use monkey as a, a really, really negative yeah. uh, term for black people. Well, in <laughs> fact, in soccer overseas, you'll always hear, like... The chant. Yeah, like some sort of chant or monkey noises. I mean, mm -hmm. it was a real big deal, and they they were really worried about it during the World Cup. Mm -hmm. Lester Big Hands in the 407. What's up, Big Hands? Yes, I represent the International Black African American Lookalike Association, mm -hmm. and we are thoroughly, thoroughly disappointed in his randomness and him called it out one of our active members as a monkey. All right, thank you. Uh, <laughs> here's what's weird. Mm -hmm. I feel for the guy because, well, here's, all right, I got a couple thoughts real quickly. And then we got a break. And we'll break in a second. You have to give you a chance for free beer. But, like, I am an avid fan of. Of the Dallas Mavericks, because mm -hmm. I grew up in Dallas. I'm pulling for the Magic. I think they're going to have a great season this year. But maybe that's the difference in nature. Like, I would never go to a game and yell at the players. You know what I mean? Like, that's not in my name. I know. And I would some, boo. Booing is fun. Yeah, I don't think I would go and pick someone out and start attacking that person. I remember a story about Steve Kerr, who's now an analyst for TNT, mm -hmm. and his dad had just died. And he went and he was playing a college game, and they started yelling about his dead dad. Mm -hmm. And some people feel like it's okay to get out there and yell those things. Yeah, Philly fan. Oh, Philly <laughs> fan will cheer if you've broken your neck on the field. Mm -hmm. But this guy, I, um, I'm not buying the whole story. I buy that he is apologetic. It seems like he's well known in the area. I think that maybe has a lot more to do with it, too. I don't think he's deeply racist. I think there's just a little bit in there. And it popped out at the wrong time. And you got to know, dude, you can't go around saying, I got black friends, I have friends <laughs> at 102 Jams, I love b black music. Because to the average person, that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, that's just another sign of, hey. You know, I want to ask if he uses the N-word, I forgot. No, he says he doesn't use anything hateful, so I guarantee you have said... But is it hateful if it's the uh, A? If it's the guy no, it's loving. And not the girl. I say that during sex. Hmm. I fell off what? once. Huh? There's only one time I yelled at a player. Ricky Henderson, when he was getting on in years, when he played for the Blue Jays. Well, he was an ass. He was, um, he was, he, he, he knelt down in the outfield because he was so old that he'd, he'd sit in, like, the catcher's position. But Ricky was kneeling. And... I yelled at him. I was like, you suck, you're washed up. Something about his old bones. And he just looked up at me 
and then just hung his head down. <laughs> and, like, honestly, just looked like he was defeated. And, I mean, he, everyone else, you know, and they, they changed up. They run back to the dugout. He just kind of walked with his head down the whole way. You I must, just remember feeling horrible to yeah, this he poor must, guy. You must have got him at exactly the wrong time where he's thinking, wow, I, my niece can't handle this anymore. Yeah. And then some, some fat kid comes over and yells at him, you're washed up. Knees can't handle it. I'm not stealing bases anymore. I'm hitting a buck 36. It's the hideout. Real radio. Waddle 4.1. All right, people aren't buying it. It's the hideout. Real radio 104.1. Not buying what? His, uh, yeah. his apology or that he didn't know? I'll be honest with you. I was annoyed by the guy. It's the hideout. Real radio 104.1. Uh, who is our uh, qualifier for the free bear? Ken in the 3 2 1. You know what really pissed me off? I'm not lying. His shirt. <laughs> and if you go to Local 6, here's what it is. He's that guy with that shirt. What does that mean? It's the weird, this is a ugly silk shirt with really bad designs, but I'm so cool and hip, I can pull it off. Kind of look. Yeah. And he uh, he even threw out the designer of yeah. the shirt. And, and it, it's that guy that kind of annoys me. <laughs> and it's the guy who can talk his way out of any situation. Most now. Yeah, well, he thinks he can. And it's also... I hate to say this because I don't want to alienate any people. But Pedro knows what I'm talking about. It's also business realtor... Mortgage loan guy. Yeah. Just a talker. You know, I've known so many of those people in my life. And I'm just not buying the story. People are saying he didn't, he did a real bad job of defending his actions. I don't think he was defending him, and I don't think he learned. I think he learned not to say monkey. I think that's the only thing he learned. All right, that's one I can't say. Yeah, try the Strike that off the list. Let's go to Kevin in the 407. What's up, What's Kevin? Happening? Hey, buddy. Hey, I'm going to tick a lot of people off with this, I know, but I think the term minority is getting a little bit diluted these days. I'm just wondering, what do you call the white basketball player these days to be Bad. considered racist? <laughs> uh, Terrible. There's nothing, because I don't think... The anchor. Yeah, there's no, there's, John Stockton shorts. There, there's nothing you can call a white person that will offend them, even to the level that a word monkey would offend a black person. Mm-hmm. There's no word out there. Why is that, though? Do you I think? call him League Minimum. <laughs> Let's go to Pedro on the 407. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, I'm not buying that terrorist camel jockey apology Come whatsoever. Ah, oh, Jesus. Come on. There's no... Listen, the only reason he's not buying... Listen to me. I'm, how many beers do you think I've had so far? <laughs> oh, the only reason he's apologizing is because he got busted. Yeah, if the, uh, I'll be honest with you. If there was no busting, if there was no national headlines, right. if Matumbo doesn't say anything, then there's no apology. Well, of course not. Then there's no you know real reason for apology. No one apologizes until they get busted. You don't see someone uh, calling the cops saying, I'm sorry, I was speeding home. You know? No. They, they, they do it when they get busted. I don't agree. I think people, after they do something they know is wrong, I think that they will... Uh, They'll be like, oh, man, I feel bad about that. My bad. Yeah, like all the predators on the Catch a Predator. <laughs> yeah, they immediately start, oops. It's not me. I swear, I've never I've never done it before. I didn't know that uh, you couldn't talk to this 13-year-old. 
anyway, that is, that's just my own personal observation as a person who studies human nature. As an anthropologist. <laughs> that's not you. <laughs> I took classes. It was all, my chick's an anthropologist. Yeah, they were home ec. What are you laughing at? Sorry, Margaret Mead. <laughs> you didn't get the same observations or feeling, though? I think he was I, sorry. I almost wish that I hadn't watched that story on Local Stick, because maybe I would have been more... Open to the guy. I'm now telling. you have a bias just because of his shirt. Dude, come here and look at this shirt. Just come here and tell me you ain't got the same thing going on. I think he, I think he probably genuinely felt sorry. And, I mean, the donation thing, that's pretty cool. You know, I mean, if if he wants to do that, donate money. I'm never impressed with people who donate if they got money. Just because you money doesn't mean you're sorry. Yeah, if the, you have people all the time that do really awful things that'll donate, and they... They don't ever really mean it. They just kind of feel like it's their way of getting out. But the children benefit. Nobody's benefiting anything. People say punish them, give give talent his number. All right, so I'm not, I don't want to play the story in the air again, but hang around for a second because they have the footage of him getting kicked out, Dubs. And just look at the shirt. Look, man, Matumbo's angry. Look at him. He's big. Big guy. You see? <laughs> you see the shirt? What is that? I know. I guess somebody was telling us off air, too, that he's that guy that leads the cheers mm. in the stands for the section. And maybe Oh, real into it. Yeah, and some people are down, and other people are like, come on, bro. Like if you have a Houston Rockets jersey or opposing team jersey. That's just what I heard from some people around the station. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what's fact or fiction. It's a hideout, Roar Radio, little 4.1. An e-ticket on the Bipolar Express. You know you've been screaming the top of your lungs a lot. Real Radio 104.1. The pillage and plunder. To sail the high seas. The life of a scoundrel is the pirate's greed. There'll be gold and silver. The sword and the knife. To live for adventure. Tis a pirate's life. Live the pirate's life with Pirate's Dinner Adventure. See daring buccaneers battle cutthroat pirates. Feast on delicious pirate fare. And party like a pirate at the Buccaneer Bash Dance Party. Call Pirate's Dinner Adventure. 1-800-866-AHOY. Or visit piratesdinneradventure.com. To pillage and plunder. To sail the high seas. The life of a scoundrel is the pirate's greed. There'll be gold and silver. The sword and the knife. To live for adventure. Tis a pirate's life. Live the pirate's life with Pirate's Dinner Adventure. See daring buccaneers battle cutthroat pirates. Feast on delicious pirate fare. And party like a pirate at the Buccaneer Bash Dance Party. Call Pirate's Dinner Adventure. 1-800-866-AHOY. Or visit piratesdinneradventure.com. Is back pain affecting your life? Here's Dr. Mark Ott with Spinal Decompression Centers. At Spinal Decompression Centers, we use the latest, most effective FDA-approved procedure without the risks associated with injections, anesthesia, or surgery. Recovery time is minimal with little or no time away from work. Correct the underlying cause of your back problem with spinal decompression. Visit sdccfl.com or call 407-321-1094 to reserve your place at their next Saturday workshop and learn how Spinal Decompression Centers can restore your quality of life. 
Salon Zion, the hair show experience, is a full-service salon complete with hair, nails, massage, and facials. Hi, I'm Lenny King of Salon Zion, where service is the experience, including a private shampoo sanctuary and color bar. Let us take you through the hair show experience from shampoo to finish. Our modern approach to taking care of you and all your beauty needs is our prime source of inspiration. Call for your appointment today, 407-331-5007. 407-331-5007. Salon Zion, in beautiful, historic Longwood. Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Congratulations to the Let's Talk Cafe on South Orange Avenue. They were the winner of the Hideout Marquee Madness. Mm-hmm. So congrats to you, and uh, we look forward to uh, hearing commercials. Twenty five hundred dollars worth right here on Road Radio one zero four point one. And if you missed the announcement. The Hideout 2006 Beatdown Beat Mix is back. Here is another example of one of those Beat Mix songs. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. Was this one of the finalists last year? Yes, it was. Very cool. And if you think you do better than this, you can win $500, a $500 American Express card. Go for, go download the clips. You can use clips from the podcast. It's all available for you on realradio.fm. I don't think the keyword's working yet, but it's going to be keyword beatdown. Yeah, and uh, remember last year it was only chunks in the beatdown beat mix. This year, it's everybody. There's a whole lot of options you can run with, so uh, just have fun with it. I'm a dirty slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $500, my man. What? This is a, a very good slide. opportunity for you to pick up on some cash. I think Justin Johnson is going to be jumping into this uh, contest. I know Drew will be. Uh, 407 916 I don't think mythical creatures can uh, make beat down beat mixes. Chunks, how was last night in the Halloween uh, hideout Halloween treats around town? You went to the Old Cup and Saucer. Yeah. You went down to Premier Adult Factory Outlet. You ended up the night at Howl at the Moon. You're giving out prizes all night. Was it a good night? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was um clear your throat, please, you beast. I was surprised that uh, there's a lot of different new listeners that I would never expect. For instance, there was uh, kind of a family, a mom with her two young kids. She's like, I, I listen to you guys all the time, and you know, with our show, it's it's it's, it's a little children edgy. friendly. No, yes. perfect for the kids. But. Um, you know, she was very nice and had a lot of good things to say. And... I, I say that, and I, I genuinely mean it, too. I think that your your teenagers probably, even though the show is not targeted toward them, they're likely going to listen regardless. Mm-hmm. And I think it's better if parents hang out, listen to what their kids are listening to, and, uh, you know, get to know these people so that, you know, that, they're, you know, that their kids are listening to. I think it's better. You know, if if any questions come up, your your kid can turn to you and say, "Hey, what does this mean? Why does J Dub say this incredibly what sounds like gay pedophile thing?" Huh? And they, and they can say, "Uh, well, that's because J Dub has a problem." 
and he had to leave D.C. for a reason, <laughs> because he's not allowed in the, uh, in the yeah, zip codes. Yeah, the reason was infinity. Mm. <laughs> you mean uh, by infinity, uh, little boys in bathrooms, then sure. Hey, Whatever speaking I mean. of... Speaking of <laughs> You want to hear? All right, a lot of times we label a story the story of the year. Mm-hmm. I think we have it. So really? Fourth so far? I think this may be fifth, but I think it tops the 500-pound woman who was left in her filth while her, <laughs> her husband and her daughter had sex in front of her. Oh. I believe there was the other one about the the coach who came on and did a forearm shiver. To one of the yeah. little Pee Wee football players. Deacon Jones them. There was another one up in Wisconsin where, where these teenagers hmm. saw this chick's obituary, mm-hmm. thought she was hot, so they went and dug up her body to have sex with it. And the other one, I believe, was uh, the kid getting beaten with, uh, with his friend's leg. Yeah, you're right. Uh, beaten with his own leg. Where the poor guy's walking with his buddy, some guys come up. They take the leg off of the kid, and they beat his friend with it. Three segments we stretched to with the sick jokes. And two hours afterwards, between Dubs and I, yeah. I am. This could... I'd like, I'd like for you to tell me if whether or not this is, in fact, the story of the year. Hideout download. Tonight's WFF 48 investigators report a very disturbing story out of Marshall County. A teen admits he raped his own mother to get revenge on his brother. It happened at Willow Terrace Trailer Park in Albertville over the weekend. WFF 40 News. Right, let's stop it there. Just yeah, I gave it the one up. I think uh, it, it's starting strong. You haven't heard the end, but it's got uh, it's got trailer park. Mm-hmm. It's got rape, and it's got son to mother relations. Story I'm of the ya. story of the year. You decide. Hideout download. Teen admits he raped his own mother to get revenge on his brother. It happened at Willow Terrace Trailer Park in Albertville over the weekend. WFF 40 News reporter Rachel Hardman joins us now live. Rachel? Mark, authorities say this twisted crime all started with two brothers fighting over a girl. Scorned, one brother decided to take revenge on an unlikely victim, his mother. It's the focus of tonight's WAFF 48 News investigators report. Just when we thought we'd heard it all, 19-year-old Gary Helms Jr. of Albertville brought things to a new and disturbing level. According to this police report, Helms raped his 45-year-old mother, a crime police say he admits. From what we understand, the rape stemmed from an argument. I have only one question. What was she wearing? Stop. It goes a lot with motive. Shock jock. Hideout download. From what we understand, the rape stemmed from an argument between him and his brother, and apparently they were arguing over a girlfriend, and the rape was some sort of retaliation toward his brother. Unusual retaliation on an unsuspecting victim. Down this road at Willow Terrace Trailer Park, authorities say Helms' mother was apparently passed out There's drunk the on the couch when the rape started. All right, wait, wait. Did you miss that part? Passed out drunk when the rape started. So I don't the mom, download. The mom is wasted on was the couch. A, was apparently passed out drunk on the couch when the rape started. During the attack, she did come to and recognize her attacker. As her son? As her son. That's when, according to the police report, the mother tried to get away, but he held her down until he was finished. It's totally sick. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I have ever in my life 
heard a story quite like this one. For God's sakes. Hideout download. It's totally sick, what it is. Helms was arrested and charged with the first-degree rape of his own mother. Sergeant Jamie Smith says it's hard to wrap your mind around. Shocked. Shocked would be more a better way to describe it, that somebody would dip to the lows to do something of this nature. It's just pretty much a shock to the conscience of the general public. Helms is being Pipe. held in the Marshall <laughs> County Jail on a $100,000 bond. Reporting live, Rachel Hardman, WAFF 48 News. Hideout download. Can we agree, story of the year? Yeah. It, uh, there's no even comedy or anything you really want to say about it. It's just... I can try. It's the... Well, you could. <laughs> Chuck job. It's just really the awful, you know, dregs of society. Yeah, it's the lowest of the low. I'm still going to go with the kid who got beat with his own leg. Because we've got hours of laughter. Well, all right. As far as a pure enjoyment, but when you're thinking about the... When you're talking about the awful things that happen... <laughs> shut up. The awful things that happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this tops that is uh, just, you know, being a worse story. Right. Like, uh, worse actions being taken place. When you just line it all up together. I I wanted to tell my story later. Maybe I'll tell it now. My dream. Because it somewhat relates. Uh, time to go do podcasting. I'll see you. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. I'm going to tell you a, an actual dream that I had last night. Mm-hmm. Vivid. And I want you guys to analyze it. I'll give a prize out to the person who analyzes it like the closest. Well, how do you know if that's the closest? Because I'm a, in my if mind, sense, in yeah. my mind, there's something that could be there, and I really hesitate to tell this story because, because of the fact that it could label me something awful. We have a follow up on that mother story too. Jack in the 386. Hey, I heard that um, the kid, that, uh, his mother, mm-hmm. um, the mother bailed the uh, kid out. After all this, the mom goes yeah. and bails him out. Yeah, she bailed him out of jail because she wanted more. Oh, no. You're such an ass. You're a d- douche. <laughs> what an animal. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. Pedophile. That's what I'm labeling you. No, 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 no. no. I, I can I... go now. <laughs> go I get will... yourself a prize. <laughs> no, that's not the prize. I'll tell you my dream next. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I wanted to tell my story yeah. about my dream, and then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. I think we're supposed to have a guest at 9. We have a guest at 9? Yeah, 9 o'clock. Uh, Clint Curtis, he's running against Tom Feeney for the 24th House Congressional District. Uh, Is he a race like our last? Uh... No, he, he uh, said the Chinese were after him, and they tried to kill his buddy. Because uh, we, we should have Glenn Miller debate him. Uh, the racist guy we have uh, been talking to the last couple of days. All right, so give me a little backstory on this guy, because I, I don't, I, I need a little bit more time for my my dream, and I see we're almost up on a break, and we're about to talk to the guy. And yeah, well, I mean, he's all right. What is he a what, what what's his affiliation and everything? Right now, he's a Democrat. He used to be a longtime Republican, though. Okay, oh, he uh, jumped over. Yeah, he jumped over because kind of uh, this guy Feeney, Tom Feeney, he screwed him over. 
you know, in the past uh, few years and kind of he was writing some deals for election computers. And he'll talk about it more about how the voter fraud happened and uh, how Tom Feeney basically just stole the last election. And is he running for the U.S. House? The U.S. House, correct. Wow. And uh, I mean, how's he doing in the polls? Well, I mean, not too good because his district. Of course is, not. He's coming in the hideout. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, his district is mostly Republican, so it's kind of hard. to. Is it one of those that was gerrymandered to make it so essentially it's always going to be Republican? Oh, yeah. I mean, when when it was first being drawn up, you should have seen, like, Tom Feeney was picking out, like, oh, yeah, I want this community here who has more Republicans and Democrats. And then he was just kind of picking and choosing what he wanted. And then they just got this district that's mostly Republican. So is he running on the uh, Boy Meets World card? What what card is that? (laughs) Mr. Feeney? No, no. I know. I don't even watch the show, but I know. Yeah. Uh, so, do you know him personally? How did you yeah. score this, Gazoo? Um, well, I met him at a Democratic dinner a few months ago, and he was just really cool to talk to. How did you pay for the dinner? Was it money that you stole out of your grandma's purse for your gambling <laughs> no, that was left over? No, no, I, that, that, that was money I asked my mom for, and you know, we, we decided to go see you know some of the candidates running for office. And mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. You know, you got to talk to other Democrats in the state, and really, right, uh, right, right. It's fun. So Tom Feeney will be coming into the hideout. No, uh, Clint Curtis. He's running against Tom Feeney. Oh, mm. all right. I thought we were having Feeney. All right, what's Curtis's story? Well, Curtis, <laughs> that was the one I was just telling you about. He's, he's running against Tom Feeney. You got me all confused. Okay, we're, we're talking to Clint Curtis, who was a former... Has he ever been in office before? No, he's never been in office before. He's, he's been a computer like uh, engineer, IT guy. Mm-hmm. And how does that... Uh... Qualifying. I'll be honest, as much as anything else. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he, he really just has some good ideas. I'm willing to have garbage men. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like a few uh, line cooks. Uh, these are the people I want running the country because like, this is the country. I'd like line dancers. But, Hefe, I mean, i got to tell you, it really looks good that the Democrats are going to take control of the House. All right, but you just told me Clint Curtis isn't going to win. Oh, he will. I think he will. But he's not doing well right now. In the polls, no. I mean, he just doesn't have the money that Feeney has. I mean, he has multi-million dollar contributions from uh, the developers out there. So. Curtis does? Yeah. Uh, no, Tom Feeney does. Wow, I'm all confused. Well, no, Clint Curtis is the lowly one. Do you want to do the interview? Sure, I don't mind. That'd be kind of fun. Well, this way you can put this on your demo tape. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of good stuff I could ask him. All right, I'll tell you what. This is the first time ever. I'm going to let Gazoo run the run the show. Okay. I'm going to allow you to do our interview with Curtis. Oh, you got it. That sounds fun. Yeah, just let him do his thing. I think he'll do well. Yeah, and if you guys want to interject at all, you may do so. No. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's your show. So yeah. <laughs> I don't really give you Do we need to raise our hands, or may we just cut in? You can just cut in. I mean, it's just Gazoo, so. Mm-hmm. All right, are you going to go when you're doing this interview? Are you going to do it as Gazoo, or are you going to do it as Chris Kelly? I think for the professional sake, I'll say uh, Chris Gazoo. Kelly. Uh, well, yeah, you're going to say Gazoo. Gazoo, okay. You're going to go through and say, hello, sir. Hello, Mr. Curtis, future representative yeah. of Florida. My name is Gazoo, and I have some hard-hitting questions for you. Oh, I got some good ones for him, definitely. I thought you were going to send over a lot of stuff so I could be prepared for the interview. Yeah, I, I sent you just an email just a second ago with uh, some questions. A second ago? We need that before the show. So I have five minutes to think about rebuttals. or I'm not going to argue with the guy. Uh. <laughs> I think I'm probably on his team, to be honest with you. All right, let me see what he said. I hear the questions. All right. Clint, what are the controversial things that Tom Feeney did while you worked with him? He's entertaining. Why is it many credible news outlets have said you don't have the information needed to back up your allegations? Bye-bye, 18 to 34. (laughs) 
<laughs> what is your primary reason <laughs> for running a kid's top feeding? <laughs> what are some of the reasons that people would be for you? Hmm? What sort of people would be against you? And we're moving on to 25 to 54. <laughs> so this is for the 60-plus crowd, so we'll go ahead and ask about uh, Medicaid. Um, what would you say is the biggest obstacle, obstacle for running for Congress? Well, I mean, those are just, in your yeah. opinion, what will really help you to win in this election next week? All right, so next we're going to have actual Gazoo asking these questions or whatever questions he has. <sighs> Boy. I think it'll be more entertaining. I, I'm really good with interviews. You guys haven't seen right. me in the interview capacity yet. All right, I want everybody to stick around and listen to Gazoo interview then. Dude, are you sure? Yeah. I'm positive. I'm, 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 I'm not talking to you. Okay. You get enough talking time next uh, segment. Are we going to listen or are we going to go smoke? Like smoke. Month? Yeah. I, I, think I, we... I suggest all you do the same. Right, here's <laughs> the reason you should stay tuned, though. That is because at the end, you can call in for your chance to win free beer from Miller Lite. i got to find the, the office lot keys downstairs, <sighs> away from Gazoo. This, this interview is going to be good. Best, yeah? best of like, material. Like your, uh, like your stand-up? That's what I want you to do tomorrow. Just uh, do your open uh, mic and talk about the black people. <laughs> Who chose hey, Tommy? Give me a monster. All right, Dubs, no problem. I'll drive to 7-Eleven during the next break and get that for you. Oh, Thank you. I'll... We'll see what Dickerman's up to over at Real Rock. <laughs> actually, actually, Crash is, uh, his band's practicing downstairs on the third floor. Ooh. We can go see that. All right. Well, is that what we hear, that loud music all the time? Yeah. Oh, you you want to let me know was. that uh, there'll be uh, Love Juice will be at the Haven this Saturday at 10. Oh, very cool. This Saturday at 10, the Haven with Love Juice. All right, we'll take a break, come back. I really seem I really would you know enjoy kind of talking with this guy, but I don't have any information. Like it's just here's what happens. Let me tell you how this all breaks down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back during one of the commercial breaks to turn on the Magic game, and I assign that task to the Wild Hawk, and I go, "Hey, find the Magic game." How's he doing that from home? That's right, I forgot. And then stop laughing on Mike. And then Kazoo goes, "Hey." We're going to talk to somebody running for Congress. I'm like, oh, okay, when? Nine o'clock. <laughs> well, originally it was at eight o'clock. And he goes, hey, didn't you guys remember I told you about so-and-so at eight? <laughs> what? When? I was never told. I told Chunks he was supposed to tell you guys. No, stop. Don't even try pulling that. And you know what? When this is done, I was holding back. I'm going to... Can I say some things about Gazoo? Why don't you say what? it with the, uh, I, with the future congressperson on the, uh, on the line? Not even, because I have not leave that to him. All right. It's afterwards, dick dope head. <laughs> oh, uh, well. All right, well, take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. Remember, free beer. That's why you want to stay tuned. Free beer. <laughs> it's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. You'll only come out in Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. We're kicking off Hour 3. Your chance to win some free beer coming up in the end of this segment. Uh, 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Why are you shaking your head? Oh, I I know what's coming. Gazoo. Are you turn Gazoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, guys, I'm ready for this. Is our our guest is online? 
He is? Yep. All right, let's uh let's welcome into the hideout uh congressional um he's running for Congress, the twenty fourth mm-hmm. district here in Florida. Uh Clint Curtis in the hideout, Row Radio one oh four point one. How you doing, Mr. Curtis? I'm even good. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Now, I want to f- apologize, first of all, uh, for the interview, and let me tell you why. Uh, my intern, who uh, booked this, told me about it maybe 70 minutes ago. So he is going to be asking the majority of the questions. Now, I do have a couple right off the bat. You're a former Republican. Why are you moving over to the Democratic Party? What's that all about? Well, the Republicans aren't Republicans anymore. Mm-hmm. But Republicans aren't... used to be uh, balanced budget, strong defense, personal privacy, you know, all that stuff that the present Republicans don't do. Isn't it bad, though, that now the Republicans are kind of super Republicans, you almost could say, like almost a... Um... The, the, the a, complete a, extreme. Yeah, a, a character of themselves. Yeah, that. And now the Democrats are Republicans, and there's no that there's not that real liberal voice or any real diversity when it comes to politics, national politics anymore. Is that kind of scary to you? It does seem like it's going that way. It's uh, if you want to go to what the Democrats used to be, you'd actually be a Green Party now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a and so the two party system. Is more of, hey, it's this one big super party uh, GOP thing going on, and the rest of uh, those of us out here are kind of on the fringe on the on the left. All right, now, what is the big beef between you and Freeney? Because I'm, I'm, forgive me, I'm doing my research right now. Um, Freeney has called you Crazy Curtis and put up Crazy Curtis, CrazyClintCurtis.com. Why, why is he so mad at you? Well, I used to work with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked together at a company called Yang Enterprises, and uh, that's back when I was a Republican. And I basically found out all the stuff he was doing that wasn't legal, testified before Congress, took a polygraph test, you know, did the whole nine yards. And so to get out of facing the charges or to take the public polygraph test that I challenged him to, he's just trying to say, you're crazy, so I'm not going to debate you, I'm not going to show up at events. And I'm not going to take a polygraph test. Uh, now, for those people who may not be familiar, what was it that was alleged that Freeney did? Well, while I was working, his name's actually Feeney, by the way. I'm sorry, Feeney. My apologies. <laughs> not that I care. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, well, those of you look for Freeney on the ballot, <laughs> and if he's not there, vote Curtis. Yeah, there uh, you go. That'll work. <laughs> uh, what did Feeney do? Well, basically, at, at Yang Enterprises, right down the road there on, in Oviedo, mm-hmm. um, they had a fellow there named Henry Nee, and he was a spy. And so I turned him in, and big SWAT bust, you know, 40 SWAT people raided his house, picked him up for uh, sending missile technology to China. Wow. <laughs> Holy Christ. And he admitted to doing this. <laughs> All right. This is what he admitted to. But somehow... Even though it should have been like a million dollar fine and you know fifty years in prison and automatic deportation, mm-hmm. somehow Henry Nee got a fifty dollar fine for filling the paperwork out wrong, which is kind of strange considering you couldn't fill the paperwork out right. Right. You know, I'm going to send missile chips to China. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, exactly. Wow. <laughs> and he didn't even get deported. In fact, I talked to him later, and he said, as long as he keeps his mouth shut, he gets a green card. Man, oh man. Alright, we are talking wow. to, uh, I'm gonna say our next representative in the 24th district, Mr. Clint Curtis here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. So, what do you stand for? If as a former Republican, now you're a Democrat, like, what is, what are the things you're saying, hey, this is what I'm all about? 
Well, I'm about a balanced budget. We've got to balance the budget right now. We are nine trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's easy to say, but how? Yeah, what do you do with the balance? Here's uh, you probably don't want to say it, and this is what all the Republicans are running their ads for. You have to, if not raise taxes, you got to take away the tax cuts. I mean, I, it just seems like you ha- you have to. Now, you probably don't want to say that, but but you don't have to. What we have to get rid of is NAFTA and CAFTA because it's bringing the standard of this country down. It's taking the vitality out of it. It's not allowing us to compete. And by putting those tariffs back on that we've just stripped away, we can generate enough money to revive Social Security, to pay for universal health care, and to cut taxes across the board for the the Americans. Now, is is the we're talking to Clint Curtis here in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, running for the uh, Flores 24th uh, Congressional District against uh, Freeney. Look for Freeney on the ballot uh, against Feeney. Uh, what is the biggest single problem facing America as far as you see it? Because everyone is labeled this as the do-nothing Congress. We're actually, we came from Washington, D.C. Uh, before we were on the air here in Rural Radio 104.1. We were up in D.C., and we had a lot of friends on the Hill. Uh, I saw how the whole system is just corrupt, how people are rock stars. Of course, they don't want to lose that gig because it's an amazing gig. They're treated fantastically. They really don't have to do much. What if you got voted in? What is the first thing you're saying? Hey, we gotta tackle this. If we can tackle this first, then we can move toward the other things. What's the first thing that we gotta tackle? Well, back to when I was working with Feeney or Freeney, as you like. <laughs> back when I was working with him, uh, one of the issues and the big issue was that he requested a program, a prototype on a computer programmer, that would go on the touchscreen machines, which would allow him to walk up and basically flip the vote. Mm-hmm. And Damn. all of the laws are written so that you can't catch that now. I would have to say that seems like one of the biggest problems. I know a lot of people are talking about it. We talked about a story a couple of days ago when we were interviewing a guy who was running for Missouri's 7th Congressional District. Uh, he's a racist guy, though. He was running on the white power platform. That's not you. You're not the same guy. Uh, but we were talking... The white power platform? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Call him up. Let's get him on the line. <laughs> no, I don't, I want, I, I, want, I don't want people associating Curtis with uh, with Glenn Miller. But here's the thing. Here's what was interesting about it, though. Uh, the story I saw a couple of days ago, I guess out of the Sun, uh, the Sun-Herald, was that already in early returns, people are voting. They get to their final little checkoff, and even though they voted straight-ticket Democrat, Chris is coming up. Uh, Harris is coming up. Like all these Republicans are popping up on uh, on the voting software when they and they go back two or three times and try to fix it and they can't fix it until someone comes over and helps them. Uh, to me, that seems like what the biggest issue in the next seven days uh, that we can't really even do anything about, can we? Right. Well, I have for mine because actually that sloppy programming, mm-hmm. the prototype that I vote for, wrote for Freeney was. <laughs> um, <laughs> It allowed you to flip the vote, but it didn't show the user that the flip had occurred. I right, so, so wait a second. You're responsible for this? Uh, kind of, a little, yeah. Damn. So how are we going to trust you? Wait a second. <laughs> I'm not going to let you off the hook just because you're running as a Democrat. How are we supposed to trust you then? What were you thinking, dude? Well, I wrote this thing thinking because I was a Republican. He was a Republican. I didn't know him. The company was Republican. The Democrats were in power, and I assumed that he must know that those evil Democrats had something up their sleeve and were going to make this, so I wrote it, and how you would stop it. 
it's real easy to stop. It's real easy to stop. Once you have the program, you understand it. The stop is easy. But the owner of the company says, no, this isn't for stopping vote fraud. This is for doing vote fraud. So I'm thinking they're crazy. They couldn't get this through. Because the only way that this works is for you to have a proprietary company that builds the software and the hardware. There's no paper trail, so you can't audit it. Right. And in the end, you have to trust the vote. Oh. Who's oh. going to allow that? Oh. Well, we've allowed it here, haven't we? <laughs> we have. But a basic, anybody who took a basic computer class would know that's not what you do. It's so funny, too, because I want to see the documentary that's on HBO that talks about this, how they mm -hmm. essentially hacked all the uh, all the systems in less than 90 seconds. And so it's so possible. And I still even maintain, too, that that damn uh, election in 2004 was stolen. Whatever. I'll, I don't I don't understand how all of the exit polls can have it going one way, and then all of a sudden... Well, uh, things start coming back. Well, it's not that way. And then you find these little machines hanging out in Ohio where 5,000 went for Bush when there weren't even 5,000 people in that voting uh, area. Oh, I'm sorry. I was off, off of my own thing. Clint Curtis here in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Go to a quick question on the phone. Bobby Hill. Hey, uh, Mr. Curtis, i got a quick question for you. Uh, based on recent events in Alabama, do you feel that jail time is enough to reform sons that raped their mothers? Uh, right, that was based on the story that we had earlier. Don't even dignify that with a response. Let I me. That. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> Let me. All right, well, let's sling a little mud. Uh, we yeah. heard. We heard what you're all about, and it sounds like you're about some good stuff there. What's wrong with uh, Feeney? What's his problem? Uh, Feeney's basically corrupt. He is. I mean, he's part of the Jack Abramhoff gang. You know, he's, he's mm -hmm. the last remaining one that hasn't been indicted. Didn't or, he accept the golf yeah. trip to Scotland or something? Fifty thousand dollars worth of golf trip, I'm told. Just sounds yeah, like man needs to golf. Yeah, it sounds like he's just there for a good to time. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he also did. He also had real estate problems. He had, um, you know, where he was. He had some sort of condo that went up to a million dollars, and he kind of forgot he had it, so he are, didn't report it. Does it bug you? Because I, I get. Are you real close in the polls right now? How are the polls looking? Do you even pay attention? I mean, is it a close race? Do you have a chance? Zogby International just did a poll, and they show it as a dead heat. Does Our it... internal polling. Mm -hmm. actually shows us ahead. Oh, it always does. Uh, according to us, we're number one in the ratings, even though we're not. Uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> let, let me say this, though. Does it bug you that half of the electorate are still voting for what appears to be uh, a crooked hack? I mean, does that bug you? That Like, man, what am I doing wrong? Or is it, you know, how, why aren't you seeing, you know, this guy for what he allegedly really is? Because I know that drives me insane where people don't, they can't see or, you know, the facts, or they, they don't register for some reason. Just because they have an R next to their name, it's okay where if there was a D next to their name, they'd be pissed. Well, they're coming around. I hear you. They're coming around. Slow but sure. Things take a while. Watergate took three years mm -hmm. to break. Iran-Contra took four years to break. Monica Lewinsky, I think they were investigating them the whole eight years of... Clinton was in office, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on there. Now, uh, low, so. now, if you were to compare Feeney to one person, who would it be, Satan or Hitler? <laughs> pick one. I'm not going to let you pick both. Let's go with Stalin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, here's the thing. I'm, we were going to allow our intern to ask, you know, to do the interview, but I got talking to you, and I really like it. It ended up being pretty fun. 
Uh, Gazoo, do you want to ask a question of Mr. Uh, Clint Curtis here running for Florida's 24th Congressional District? Yeah, sure. I have a question I'm kind of curious about here. All right, we're out of time. Um, okay. <laughs> now, go, no, go ahead. What's your question? Okay, uh, Clint, on your website you say that uh, Social Security is the promise we make to generations across time in order we ha- must keep it and not sell the um, Social Security system. How do you think that it could work out in the next 20 years? <laughs> How old are you exactly? Uh, well, I'm 21, but uh, I, I kind of have. He some... walks like an 80 year old. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. But basically, in a nutshell, Social Security. Where do you see it in the next uh, 15 years? That doesn't matter to this demographic, does it? Well, maybe to young Good people. Hey, right, here's what I want to ask you about. Never mind Social Security, because that's not going to, you know, affect me because I don't think I'll live that long. I want to ask you, where do you come down on radio censorship? This is important. Because well, even if the other guy is a crooked hack, I still may vote for him <laughs> if he uh, if you give me the wrong answer when it comes to things like censorship. Well, I think censorship should be outlawed completely. And there's a there's another kind of an insidious way that censorship is going on. A lot of the Republicans re- what? don't give them favorable shows. I, hold on, so you're gonna have to repeat that because yeah, I dropped think, out there for a second. Yeah, I think uh, Feeney had his uh, his cronies uh, uh, cutting off your phone lines. Now, what did you say? Because you were cut out for a second. I said basically that censorship has to be stopped in all regards, and there's an insidious way of doing it right now, where a lot of the Republicans don't talk to stations that don't give them favorable coverage. Yeah, you could see that too. And even beyond censorship, though, I'll give you a quick example, and then we'll we'll let you go because we got to move on to uh, Clint Curtis here in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, running as a Democrat in Florida's 24th congressional district against Tom Feeney. Um, I go see this movie Saw Three over the weekend, and it's one of the goriest, bloodiest things I've ever seen in my life. And I'm a 28 year old guy who's grown up in all this stuff. You know what I mean? I'm no, I'd, I'd consider myself a, a, Democrat, a Democrat, a liberal guy. But I see all this blood and guts and gore, and it drives me insane that you can see the innards of a body, but you can't see skin. Like, you can't see the outside. If there's a boob, a nipple, as we saw with Janet Jackson three, four years ago, all of a sudden, Congress will, uh, you know, get their panties in a wad and start, quote-unquote, protecting the children when you got this other smut running around, which is actually the innards of human beings. I mean, where do you stand on that? I think people should be allowed to see what they want to see, as long as they're the right age group. You probably shouldn't have Janet Jackson flashing on national TV. Right. No, I agreed with that. Yeah, but the, 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 uh, kids the can be watching it, but you can keep you know as long as it's in the theaters, as long as it's adults, be able to see the the guts of the, people. The, that they want to. the domino effect that came after. The whole uh, Jan Jackson thing was insane. Yeah, it, it became a witch hunt. Yeah, I just here's what I want you to do, and I know you probably won't because I know what it's like. We've been in D.C. We've seen how it happens, and people go there, good people, and then you end up turning into a monster. But if you, <laughs> but if you end up winning, all right? Because here's what I, I'd rather vote for the guy with the potential of being good rather than the guy who is already essentially corrupt. the standard, you know, for being you know corruption in Washington D.C. But when you go there. Please don't get sidetracked 
by the useless stuff. Don't get K side- Street. You know, yeah, exactly. K Street, which has fantastic restaurants, but don't get sidetracked by the flag burning, which sure is important. You see the thing going on with Kerry now, what he said. Can we instead of focusing on what people are saying about the war? Because we can we focus on the war? Can we focus doing. on Social Security? Can we focus on universal health care, which I think is probably the biggest hindrance to this economy that we have right now? Just kind of keep your eye on the ball and don't go after shock jocks. Shock jock. Because we really don't matter as much as we'd like to think. It's you guys who give us all the power by saying that we're evil people. I will try to do that. <laughs> all right. And it was good talking with evil people. All right, yeah, thank you. There thank he is. You very much. Clint, <laughs> Clint Curtis. You got, what's your website so people can go and uh, find out more about you? www.clintcurtis.com. Perfect. Fant- fantastic, my man. Best of luck, dude. Thank you. you Bye-bye. S- you seem like a good dude. Let's go to a couple phone calls real quick here. Hold on. Let me just recover. All right. Then we'll talk to him. I just think I did a good interview, so I'm going to bask in the glory. He reminds me of Mark St. Amant if he was a politician. <sighs> no, he's less uh, long-winded. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Mark can go on for hours just debating and, uh, debating out loud as to who to start as <laughs> his third wide receiver. He's debating, debating himself. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. the Cardinals are looking pretty good right well, now. If, but, you, uh, if you read his book, it's agonizing finding out how badly or how well he kicks the ball for like the, the uh, start of the game. It's funny, though. It's a very funny I book. I read something today. I can't remember what it was, but it, it was probably one of the funniest things I ever read. I started laughing out loud. And I'm sick. It just started this coughing fit. It was it was horrible. It's funny because I ask him. I go, "We at least try to keep your eye on the ball." He was realistic. I'll try. <laughs> We've been in D.C. We've seen how the power what? corrupts like no well, one's business. What I like about him was the, him saying, "I try" instead of "I will do," because you can't promise anything. You're like, "I'll do my best." Because you you get lavished. You get you know, access to all the best restaurants in town. You never have to wait. You're getting flown around. People are paying to see you, to raise money. You, you they get this importance about you. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable how it you. don't want to lose that. You. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll take a couple phone calls, and then we'll give away free beer, or at least the qualification for. Karen in the 321. What's up, Karen? Hello. How are you guys doing tonight? All right, what do you got? I got a comment on your movie, Saul 3. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, what irritates me is the same thing with you, is if they can show that kind of stuff, the movies are rated. So why not be allowed to show body parts? You know, show a nipple, show a boob, show a butt, whatever. Yeah, it, make it- it, it, it's odd that, you know, uh, you'll get this, uh, you know, M rating for mature or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever it goes up to, uh, or an X or something, when R... It's only adults anyway. Only adults can get in there. Exactly. What, what's funny, too, is I remember a couple of years ago, the whole thing came out about the NC-17, mm-hmm. which I still don't even know what that means, but I know it's it's a death nail if a movie will get an NC-17. Because even if you're with your parents, you, you can't get you into You still that. can't. This, to me, this Saw 3 was an NC-17 movie at Full Frontal, which, by the way, I don't mind. That was the least uh, you know offensive part about the movie. But just entire heads blown off and guts and brains and the whole thing. God damn, I'm telling you. Hey, thank you. Appreciate that. Wild Hawk, you had something? NC-17 is the rating that replaced X. Yeah. Uh, and it, what, pornos was So is there X. a... Oh, so pornos are triple X yeah. and NC-17 is... It's softcore. Yeah. You know, it's basically. The softcore porn... Like girls and... Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. See, I did not yeah, realize that. it replaced that. that rating. Okay. Anti-Matt in the 407. What's up, Anti-Matt? Oh, so- I, 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 
I'm kind of mad you guys hung up on Duke because I was going to ask him if he ever went further on in his political career and he decided to run for president, would he ever consider Axel Foley's a running? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I got to get your drop on Manston replay, otherwise I'd have played it. All right, man. Bastard. Enough with the Axel Foley already. Let's move on. Let's move. I was afraid this is going to be the bumper music every time coming back on an 80s bumper music Wednesday night. It will be next. I already requested Fine Young Cannibals. Ah. Uh, hey, Good call. Hey, Gazoo. Yeah, boss. Good job with that. Yeah, thanks, man. Good Just job. Just next Pokey. time. Give us the info a little bit quicker. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, is I try to rely on Chunks to give information to, so it's just not working out. I'm sorry. Oh, Chunks, he's calling you out. I'm just being 100% honest with you Tell guys. him what you just said uh, to us. Well, Chunks, what I just said to the guys was is that I tell you stuff and you don't really relay it to them, especially important information. No, like what interview. he said was he tries to depend on you to get us information, and it obviously, just work out. yeah, it doesn't work out. What the hell is that? Is all that about? Is he just trying to get a rise out of me? No. Well, no. What? He, he said, off. He well, says, sorry if I upset the intern by not relaying the message to the legends. <laughs> Thank Half you. the time you're spewing out crap that doesn't make sense anyway, right. you big dopehead. All right, hold on. You wanted, to, you wanted to complain about him? Yes. All right, we'll do that next. I kept trying to let it slide. But... So, hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Congratulations to Tommy in the 407. Thanks. You aren't in the 407-703, bastard. He's the uh, latest qualifier for the Hideout Final Score Square Challenge. All right, SD brings up a good point. Chunks can't pass along the info because he's too busy passing out heretic cards. <laughs> oh, wait. And this comes from Walmart Security. Hi, this is Alfred uh, with Walmart Security. Just want to know if you have the real J-dubs there with you, because I swore I just saw him heading in uh, to the bathroom with a young boy. So This is the real J-dubs. There must be imposters out there. J-dubs! I thought you were an angel. Before the break... No. Um, before the break, Gazoo called out our producer. Gazoo's an intern. He booked this Clint Curtis, though, so that was pretty good. Uh, that almost makes up for his debacle last night at the open mic, that bonkers that we went to. But, Gazoo, lay out your issue that you have with Chunks again. It was funny. As soon as you said that debacle at, at bonkers, I just did this, ugh. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my only thing with Chunks is that, I mean, I just told him about something, and I just wish he told you guys. I mean, that's the only beef that I have What with did him. you tell him and when? Well, I called him last week, probably about... Last mm, week? About, wow. about this time last week, Damn. maybe. And I said, hey, you know, I want to do an interview on the hideout Wednesday night, like around 8 o'clock or so. And the lady said, fine. I called Chunks, and he said, fine. And I would think that the information would get to you guys somehow. But I didn't. Um, I guess now, like, if I do interviews, I'll just come straight to you guys. So full week ahead, Chunks. Uh, sure, that's how you recall it. Hey, uh, I'm trying to get Clint Curtis on. All right, cool, whatever. Oh, this is, by the way, about ten minutes before the show is getting started, and we need audio. When, today? No, I don't know whatever the hell he asked. I said, fine, did it. Let me know about the details. Type up a one-sheet, which is what C-Lane does. He's smart enough to do that. Where was your questions then, Hotshot? Well, I have If you've been preparing it for a week, where's your questions? Where the hell was his name? He didn't even write down his name on a piece of paper, you moron. Or what party he was running for? Where oh, were you man. on that one? I... 
What? Uh, well, I'm, yeah, yeah, you had a week. Yeah. Oh, you told me a week. Where were you at? I know. But Would I, you expect it to magically pop out? But I mean, this is the first time I've really ever like called someone. No, it isn't. The interview. other guest you tried to book, by the way, yeah. uh, appears on the monsters every week. Well, you know how the, bad that would have looked well, if you would have well, just got him. Listen, Chunks, the publicist came to me directly and says that I know that we work without other shows. Yeah, yeah, in the don't, morning, don't, I don't need the details for that, dude, but I'm saying, you know how much trouble we would have got in? I That's know. why I take what you say with half a grain of salt. But, but she's. You know how disrespectful that is? You gotta ask first. I, I do. You can't just go around acting all willy nilly, you dopehead. I'm sitting here today, <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm trying to put together a bit. Which we might use later on today. Cause, hey, Chunks, uh, hey, hey, what's up, man? How'd it go last night? Went cool. Click, 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 typing. What are you doing? Working on a bit for tonight. What's it about? Wait till tonight. Three seconds later. So, uh, what were you working on, Chunks? I just told you, you idiot! What the hell are you doing? Don't come at me that close, with, that close to showtime! Uh, with you, I told you a week ahead, and you're bitten. Is that funny, man? No, no, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just You're try trying to make it look like I don't have it done. No, like I don't have man. my game going on. What it's, do you got? See, what I, have you done? I don't know. What lot, did you man. do today but Kirk out? What does Kirk out mean? Curtis. Kirk out. Uh, uh, hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Uh, can I get a smoke, man? Uh, please, just one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank, thank you. I, I, I'll be right back. That's what he did today. That's no, him. I didn't. I, I did some research. And no, I'm supposed the... to listen to you when you say you got a representative. Someone's running for U.S. government. Yeah. I'm lucky I didn't get the guy who plays Big Bird on Sesame Street with you. <laughs> well, you know, Chunks, I know, I know how to... I, I do things a little bit differently than you do. My my routine is a little bit different. What it's is your routine? It doesn't make sense. What's the routine that you do? Well, he comes in here, does surprises, and goes smokes. No, That's what he ties. And he goes, Chunks, I'm really happy here. Chunks? I'm really happy here. I'm having a good time, guys. It was great. Great, great. It's all great. It's great. Great, great. Every day when I come into the office, I say, Chunks, what you need me to do? Sometimes the podcasts are dumb. Something. And you just shut the hell up when you see me typing there on the computer and hitting buttons and running audio. It means shut the but, but hell up. My hands are kind of strangled here. <laughs> That's what it means. What do I do if, oh. if you don't answer me? I mean, do I ask you like again, maybe in thirty minutes, or just see like comes in, my... knows exactly what to do. And what happened last night? You know how much podcasting oh, but, I had to do today? Oh, whole... I put on a whole show's worth well, because I... I wasn't here to hold your hand and tell you because I was gone. I did. Where were you on that one? You know, podcasting's got to be done every day. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's <laughs> yeah. a hideout row radio 104.1. The intern versus the producer. I always shows that the show has their stuff together when the interns and producers are fighting. Yeah, a lot of infighting going on. Um, I had no idea. I didn't know about any of this either. That shows how disconnected we are from our staff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I get here at 6:50. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you know what's been happening in the past month here? What? People are getting canned left and right, and you're coming. Oh, I got an interview for you, Chunks. Is it? Is that cool that it got up? Yeah, 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 sure. I just got an email. This guy getting going. This guy getting blown. You think I'm going to be here? I'm going to swipe the pee thing in the door and it's not going to work. And they're going to rip up my book bag and destroy oh, the no, grape. No. But yeah, no, you might have you might have an interview booked up tomorrow. Well, you know, I, I just I think that you're getting a little bit work, too worked up about this. Oh, Jones. yeah, yeah, because that's the most important thing tonight. That's well, absolutely no. the most important thing. Not working on stuff for later on. No. We're talking to salespeople. Where are you then? 
Where are you when you're talking to, talk, when I'm talking to Nutty Wild Bill? Tell him he's going to shoot me to the moon and blow me to hell. He said the transmitter wasn't working today because it was like actually a, a nuke that's going down to China. That's what I'm going to deal with. Where are you on that one? Oh, oh I think Chunk should uh, giving you the information a little bit more. I did my job. Look at me, Mr. Happy. I got to interview half the ass. I can even write his name down. Chunk. Good job. Yeah, I mean, you're just, you're totally nuts right now, man. You never come I'm totally to nuts because I'm an adult like you, you idiot. You don't remember what you did five seconds ago because you come in and your eyes are all glassed over no, and you start man. laughing. A leaf oh. fell the other day in the office. You start cracking up like you're watching Comedy Central. Yeah, look at that. Who laughs like that? You can't sit here smoking yourself silly. You don't remember what you said half the time. Yeah, I do. You know that interview. You forgot all about him when you said, Hey, Chunks, man, just to remind you that uh, interview's coming on nice. Is that cool? I'm doing, you're doing a great job. Oh, oh, I tried trying so hard. I tried too hard. Shut the hell up. Don't right. do something. You know what to do. What? I gotta hold your hand. Uh, I don't I have know. to hold C Lane's hand. No. So I, I am. All right, but C Lane has been here an extra semester, in all fairness. Does that really matter? Yes, Honestly, it does. after the first day, you should know what you're doing. It's really that easy. Well, it's I that anyone can get my job in a second. Where mean? are you? Go, yeah, you go talk to the salespeople tomorrow. You do that. You come in and no, I'll stay home and smoke no, dope no, all no, day. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sitting there playing with my little sidekick. Ooh, I got little Mario icons on it. That's what you do. That's how you contribute. No, what I contribute to the show is is I come up with ideas for guests to interview. I come up with all this stuff. The stupid ideas. <laughs> well, they, you We're going to throw rocks at little kids to give away tickets? <laughs> that was a great one, Einstein. You got any more? Yeah, why don't we uh, why don't we just uh, throw rocks at you or something? Oh my God! Well, I mean, no. that mean throw rocks at me. Well, I mean, come on, man. What are you trying to say? Come on, man. What? Well, if if you're gonna lay this down here, then make me do what I'm gonna do. Just make me, huh? I'm standing right here. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You think that you can come at me with all these allegations and stuff when you don't know nothing, Chunks? Well, what, what are you gonna do? You, what do you, you mean? Know nothing. What, what are you talking about? You think about? that I come in here and I just do nothing and do this and do that, but I do a lot, man. What I, the hell do you do? I got this list Don't right you here get by now most of the stuff we tell you to get you the hell out of our office. Well, you bug us. the hell was that? Well, Chunks, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't that? bug you so much if I was busy. Huh? Because I thought that I had everything under control. Because I, I look for things to do. And he's like, no, no. Chunks goes to me, no, no, don't do that. How about a headlines game show? Well, I mean, you know. Even I Manhole just started getting it. He started getting it done. I got to tell you everything. I got to well, tell I, you to do I the do podcast. I did, I did them for like a good three weeks and we never used them. So what, dude? Well, you know, I You're thought it was. You're guaranteed like, one. You know how much stuff we all do that doesn't get used? Like 1% of it. Well, I mean, I do that too. You don't hear me going, oh, yeah, well, maybe if uh, I portray well, the to be honest better with you, you guys, you would have used that bit, that audio bit that I did. I have some, no. I have some. You think if I tried that, what would happen? Get tased or something going in me, yeah. a snake or a lizard, Chunks, crawling in my nose. Listen, right, hey, calm down. Chunks, just calm down. Listen, I have some ideas for some good games. I just particularly don't like the headlines game show. That's all. Well, what the hell does it matter what you like or not? Well, I didn't know I was. People recording. like the headlines game show. No, I have, we not haven't really. done that in forever. Not really. Going to work with me here. Like, <laughs> like whose weekend was it? I remember you used to do that all the time. They don't do it anymore. Yeah, no, they don't. What's your point? That's well, your well, idea saying, for a like, game? That's their idea well, for a game. I could, like, write... What's your idea for a game, Brainiac? I got like a lot of good what? ideas. What? Give me one right now. Like, shoot you. No, just kidding. That's not a game. <laughs> no, I, I had I had a game the other day. I think it would have been pretty cool where we um, hook up couples with uh, porn stars, like like uh, like young guys in high school with porn stars, and they go to prom together, and we vote on which couple makes it. 
Okay. Mix it where? Through the dance? So 1995 radio, that's what you want to do? No, not really, not really. That translates great for the air! Oh. Oh, man. I can't even say that word right now. But I really want to jab this pen up your eye. In your eye. Coming at me. Let's take a break. Chunks, I love you. No, you stupid dope head. I still didn't even get to the point where this kid just smoking dope all the time. He's not, not making sense. Look yeah, at him. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you. You did a great job. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just going to steal Chunks' bed and make it funny noises and all that good stuff. Get no, crazy and I, shake your I'm arm. I got you got the arm shake from me, little bastard. I got, That's what I do. I do this. I do this. I got fan mail. I got fan mail today. You got fan mail today? Yeah, I got some fan mail. He did actually. That's great. Really? Good yeah. For him. It was sent to me, and I made the mistake of forwarding it along to him. I don't think, by the way, it was correct, but I just figured he needed a little positive reinforcement. <laughs> it made me. It made my day. I don't care if it was someone like making a mistake. I don't know what Chunks is doing. What's but going on? I don't know. He's running. <laughs> Chunks, <laughs> we're, we're, turn the camera around. What the hell is going on? Swing that camera. You're my Camera, camera, camera. Wow. He's got a gun. Swing your He has a real gun. He has a real gun. What are you doing? Wait till I pull his face out of my sleeve. All big dumb chunks, huh? Where did you get that? You think all the crap I got? People pooing in my car, I'm not protected? What you got now, buddy? Why don't you try what you take a look in my eye? What's your next line gonna be? Besides Master Chunks, you are the best boss in the world. What are you doing with that gun? No, that's not the line. What are you doing with that gun? My hands get busy, man. All chunks are. You're the best, man. I love you. Chunks. What? Put the gun down. Where the hell did you get the gun? What are you doing, dude? He said he's going to shoot Gazoo. He said he's had what enough of him. What do you mean, don't worry about it? You think I'm joking? What a retard. The two of these. What's going on here? I don't know, but I like it. Because we're going to be rid of some dead weight. Yeah, at one, one or the other. Just what put it that gun. Just put it in your mouth now. Just end it all, Chunks. <laughs> well, kill him first, then yourself. <laughs> Right, we gotta take a break, dude. Where'd you get a gun? What are you doing with the gun up here? I wouldn't leave that gun sitting around. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Huh? <laughs> Tell you guys something. I'm in this office every day, <laughs> talking to a great. People are coming at me. I don't know what's real or not. You know the kind of emails I get about heretic cars not coming out, anything like that. You don't think I need protection? Remembering Mad Max of my car, that could be any loon. That so was us. Out. That was us. I got us. these idiots coming after me. That was huh? us. We did that. I'm so dumb. All of a sudden, no. He's, dude, he's cracking. He's falling you down. You think so? I've been telling you I talked to a great for months. This is the burger you ordered. Come I on, hate falling down. Junks. I pooped on your car. God. All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> Put the gun away. Where the hell did you get a gun? Here, Turk. A heretic? Yes. Can't name them. Hmm. I have a feeling they called in today. We'll take a break, come back. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Running a little late. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Another Are qualification we? for free beer. 
Well, okay. <laughs> Tommy's worked some magic so we can go to the top. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> I know. Oops. It should have been worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, I don't know about you guys. I don't know. Maybe not. This is why I love the hideout. Because anything can happen. I mean, we talked to the magic guy who called the Kimbe a, a, a monkey. Mm-hmm. By the way, I still don't believe him. Uh, no, oh, he did it. No, I'm talking about he had never heard monkey as a oh. racial slur. By the way, magic won tonight. Uh, as good as the Bulls looked last night against the Heat, crushing the Heat. Uh, the Magic come right back and crush the Bulls. What was the uh, point difference? I didn't, get to, I didn't get to see the final score. Somebody let me know what it was. But, uh... Uh, 94 one, to 108. Nice. Or is that 109? Ah, whatever. Close enough. Yeah, 15 points end up beating the Bulls. Gonna have a very good Orlando Magic team this year. Uh, then we talked to the one guy, Clint Curtis, who's running for Congress. Mm-hmm. And uh, then all of a sudden we have the intern and the producer fighting and the producer pulling a gun on the intern. <laughs> you just don't. This, it's the hideout. You're together with your buddies. You don't know what's going to happen. You talk sports. You talk race. You talk politics. Before you know it, by the end of the night. A gun's being pulled. Yeah, one buddy's pulling a gun on the other guy. I would have loved for someone to get killed. <laughs> it's not too late. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gazoo. What's up, man? Say something about his mom. About his mom. Chunks? Chunks. Oh, no, 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 no. She's some big Italian woman living in Virginia with, like, a bunch of skin tags on her face or something. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Not bad. Not bad, Gazoo. Isolated so we can play for Chunks later? Mm-hmm. Just but, so he can get you know, In all honesty, isn't that, like, what old Italian women look like? <laughs> all of them? A lot stop. of them. <laughs> Just stop now. By the way, we also announced, unlike with your buddies, you're going to win $500 here in the hideout. With the Beat Down Beat Mix contest, we got Hideout 2006 Beat Down Beat Mix. Let me play a quick example. Uh, here's another one of the final sessions. This may have actually been the one that won it. Actually, I don't think this one won it. I sometimes number two myself. I'm gonna go down, 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 down. Going down. Going down. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. Goodness, Chunks, you're so awful. You think you can do better than that? Win $500. An American Express card. DJ Primal says, those are the, those are the best remixes so far. I know I'm going to hurt them. I'm going to like, well, those were from last year. 
So step up and win it. He wants to know, do I have to use the clips that are uploaded on realradio.fm, or can I use anything from iTunes and the podcast? It's all free game. Whatever you want to do. Here's what I want to I want to put this up there. I want to keep them between 45 second, 45 and 90 seconds. Yeah. We got a couple last year that like three minutes. And I understand that people want to do a whole lot and everything and do whatever you can within the longest 90 seconds. Yeah. So let's let's include that. That if it's over 90 seconds, it's disqualified. Let's put that little uh, extra thing. Is uh, Drunkatron still on the phone, Jay? Yes, she is. All right. Do we have time to get into it? No. Damn it. Get Drunkatron's number. Tell her call her back. We can talk to her right after the break. Let's talk to her for two seconds, really quickly. All right. Drunkatron is a heretic who left us for a while. She was dating a heretic. Simper Bry, who's always at Heretic Hoop It Up on Saturdays. Simper Bry, what up, my dog? You, uh, you tried to get sober so that you and Bry could work out, and it didn't happen. You, you fell off the wagon, didn't you? It's difficult for me to be sober. I tell, I tell your people in the background to, to quiet down. Is this Simper Bry? No, you're on the hideout. You're in the hideout. Okay, I'm in the hideout. I was mistaken. I thought that um, Simper Bry had called in. Mm-mm. No, he's not on the phone. Simper Bry is a POS. All right, what happened between you two? Okay, I'm sorry, but um, like after his birthday, there were talk. There was talk of us getting back together. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys had sex, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Why can't you keep your hands off of him? I've seen him. He's got a resi- uh, receding, receding hairline. hairline. Yeah. He he does have receding hairline. It's very true. All right, hold on a second, Drunkatron. I can't talk to you in this state. Somehow she has gotten even drunker. Where you want to go, Georgia? Even so stupid. Even drunker. It, then within the last three minutes, I talked to her off the air. She said her life's falling apart, and she needed to talk to us. For us to help her out. She just needs another dude. She's I think she needs uh, Chunks' gun. Alright, Bateman says she's obsessed with Simper Bri. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. Like a stalking thing. Have you ever had one of those girlfriends... Change your name to Tommy Obvious. That, uh, ...that stalked you and you couldn't get rid of her and you didn't know what to do? No. And me either. I guess, <laughs> guess I'm not... Uh, yeah, I guess Semper Bry has a little something about him. I've never had a chick break up with me. Mm-hmm. I always do the breaking up. But I've never had one stalk me. It's almost like they're happy to get rid of me once I've broken up with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Wild Hawk. It's like you quit the job before you realize you're going to get fired. Right, that whole situation. I'm just like, mm, hey, you know, um, uh, let's move on. Oh, by the way, I already got a new girlfriend. So this works out for everyone. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, Dubs, let's take a break. Come back. I want to tell you my story. All right. Yeah, you haven't gotten to uh, your dream. My dream. I will give a prize to someone. We were going to do this two hours ago, but we got sidetracked by guests. I had a dream, and I want to tell it. I'm afraid of what it might mean. And I want to hear people's interpretations. Because it could label me something awful. It's not awful. <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. So I'm like, hmm, uh, if, you, if you want it, 
I guess I'll give it to you, but what about all your family that's coming over or whatever? And she's like, don't worry about it. We'll go into a closet. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me finish. So we go into the closet, and we're making out. Mm-hmm. And it, And it tastes like it feels like there's hair on her tongue. It's really, it's an odd thing, okay? So then we start doing other things, mainly involving her boobs, which really appear nice, but they were old. Mm-hmm. Weathered. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, family members keep coming in and like the the door and like catching us and we're like go away we're busy you know what i mean then she does a couple things that a woman would do on a man romeo romeo where's your feces romeo and finally it's too much of a hindrance with everybody coming in and out in the hairy tongue uh-huh that um, she's like, well, we'll just have to get caught back up later. And I'm like, all right, cool. But it was one of those times you're like, man, I, you know, I, I want to do it. I know I can. Let's just get it done with. And mm-hmm. then, there, you know, all the tension will be gone and everything will be cool. I should think, ah, oh, whatever. You know, all right, sure, it's a little weird. Family gathering, uh, older woman, um, closet, hairy tongue, uh, big boobs, mm-hmm. you know. Family I already have an idea. Family members. Well, before you say the idea, let me wrap up with this one final thing. This woman was your mother, J Dubs. My mom. <laughs> yes. It was the, the it, description was your mom. It was your mother. I like, there was no mistake about it. It was your mom, and it was her boobs. Why are you thinking about banging my mom? Dude! My mom's no prize. I know! that. Let me be honest. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, I'll slum. Hefe, I have a description what Freud would say. Um, in this particular scenario, there's mm-hmm. an actual answer to what's going on. Wait, hold on, before you go into that. When you completed... Did my mom clean it up with kitty litter? Just kind of sprinkle that or wood chips on? Because she's a janitor. This is the God's honest truth. Everything that I recall. I'm thinking, oh man, but then I'm like, ah, maybe, you know. It's for the story. Alright, what's the, uh... I, I've had a very... I haven't had a, like, a sexual dream like that. Mm-hmm. Since, like, high school. It, it... Could have very well ended up a nocturnal emission. If you would have kept it going. Mm-hmm. If the family members didn't keep walking in, disturbing you and your mom and me. You just said you and me. You want to bang me. No, I don't want to bang your mom. No, 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 no. You just had a, a little slip there. All right, can I be honest? Huh. That's what I'm worried all this stands for. Closet. Hey, Mo. Your mom. I'm not attracted to you in any way. I'll say that clearly. I think if your buddy's in need, you give it to him. 
No. Stop asking, Hefe. All right, what does your thing say over there with Freud? Okay, well... Like, that guy wasn't a kook. Yeah, well, what Freud says is the sexual thing has nothing to do with the dream itself. What it basically says and what it's been studied um, to really resemble is that you're narcissistic. You need to be seen and noticed, and using Dubs' mom is a way that you, you would Crying see... Crying for attention? You cry for attention. You cannot lose Dubs as a friend. That's basically what it's pointing to. Aww! How I, sweet. I, here's what's interesting. I've never been so happy to have someone bang my mom. It was a very weird ego thing of, all right, I'm going to bang Dubs' mom in a closet. She wanted it, man. Your mom. Call her. You want to get her on the phone? Sure. Do you have her number back there? Do you think she's working? Working? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, sleeping? Sleeping. Maybe. We'll try to wake her up. Should I tell the story to her? Sure. Would that be disrespectful if nah. I tell her the story? Probably, but I don't care. Oh, I don't want to do it then. I don't no. want to disrespect your mom. No. We'll try it out. We'll run up the flagpole. Let's see if... <sighs> Dude, she was saluting it. I'll tell sure you. She was. I'll tell you. Yeah, well, look. Uh, I have my guess. Of what it means? Yeah. Okay. I think you were very attracted to janitors, so you can keep the hell away from me. <laughs> All right, no, there's no chance. Bragging about what you do for a living. All right, what are your thoughts on that, Doves? Are you a little uh, skeeved out by it? I the, the, the thought of you and my mom isn't a pretty thought because neither of you guys are pretty people. The uh, the sex would be horrendous. It was passionate. I'm sure. <laughs> it was very creepy. I don't know what was up with a hair on her tongue. But here's what's weird. It was almost like I was drunk and I was willing to get past all that. Just so that I could have that sweet finish. You know what I mean? That's all I wanted. Despite everyone breaking in and uh, trying to stop our love in that closet. I um... There's a lot of love going on in a closet with a member of my family. Mm-hmm. I think I think you want to bang me, dude. This and I'm very uncomfortable by it. Not at all, because you don't have your mom's boobs. I mm, used to. You sure did. Yes, Wild Hawk. Are you sure you weren't having a dream about King Kong fighting the Tyrannosaurus Rexes from that movie <laughs> earlier this year? King Kong. Yeah. yeah. Such an ass. It could have been kind of like that with the leather skin. And the hair maybe, on my and the hair on my back. Yeah, maybe you're supposed to see. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre begins. <laughs> and she's Leatherface. What's that? Dragging oh, me in. here's my mom. Oh, get out of here. Mom. Hi. Are How you, are you? Are you asleep, Mrs. Okay. Dubs? No. All right. All right. I'm on the computer. Oh, are you listening to the show, hopefully? No. Uh, <laughs> trolling for dudes? Yeah. All right, I, I'm going to tell you a story real fast, okay? Okay. All right. This, this is, is a dream that he had last night. Yeah, I had this dream last night. Okay, so I had a dream, and I've never been out to y'all's place in Fowlerville before, so i just like to say that first of all. But it was what I would imagine it looked like. And you guys were having a family get-together, okay? Which, I don't know, whatever. I mean, maybe you do that. No. So, it's weird because there was this odd sexual tension between you and I. <laughs> 
I, I promise you, I have it all written down in my notebook. Uh-huh. And what ends up happening... Dude, it's so weird hearing her voice, because I heard her voice in my dream. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and so what happens is she takes me by the hand and leads me into this humongous closet where you and I begin to make out. What's weird, okay. though, is that your tongue is hairy, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and then you show me your boobicles, <laughs> your gorgeous uh, top top half, and it was great in my dream. And so we're doing things. <laughs> Don't you look so disappointed? <laughs> so you and I are doing things, Mrs. Dubs. Yeah. And like your family keeps barging in, keeping us from our happiness. <laughs> And then finally, you uh, perform a little treat, and we're so upset by your, you know, the family coming in and out, that we decide to wait till later, and then I woke up. Now, I've only seen you the once when you came down here to Florida, but I remember telling Dubs, I think your mom's hot. And I just thought... Wait, you just said that she wasn't earlier. No, I think she... Oh, no, you, you thought I wasn't. Yeah, you're not. She is. I think he wants to bang me, Mom. I don't think so. I think Dubs is coming in between your and mine love. I don't know why, because that would almost, that would make me his new dad. Call me Daddy Hefe from no, now on. No, pool boy in my mom's house. Now, I don't, listen, I don't know why all this happened, but I feel like we need to do this. To, no, 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 no. I, I'm cutting it off here. I feel like I we wanted, need to. I wanted to let you tell her. The uh, the dream. I'm not having you pick up on my mom. Uh, here's what's interesting. <laughs> I hear her giggling in the background like she okay. could be into or, it. She's half retarded. Either way. No, be Either not. way. Don't you talk that way about my woman. <laughs> I'm telling you, you. I don't know. I've never seen him before. I'd like it if you're on the internet. No, you no, could send no, me a, no. She's not sending you a picture of her chest. <laughs> I imagine it looks awesome. Stop. <laughs> what's wrong with you? I'm telling a story here. Don't get in between our our sweet friction. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to let you know about uh, my dream last. Uh oh. Hey, you know what we do afterwards? Just to make sure everything was all uh, nice and fun. Uh-huh. We'd go to a foreigner concert, <laughs> and I'd get you backstage. Me, you, and 38 Special all hanging out. I'm telling you, I got... All right, I'm going to make up... You're smooth, man. You are smooth, smooth, smooth. I saw flights in Travelocity, $94 to Detroit. I think I may be out of town this weekend. No, you won't. So... uh, Are you looking up trips to... Is that what you're doing right after the dream? You're like, I got to get there? I got to do this? I got to fulfill the fantasy, man. Send me a little photo. No, L- Mom. Elhefe at WTKS.com. Mom, I'm going to let you go right now, all right? All right. Love all right. you. Kisses. Love you, too. Bye. Oh, she was talking to me. No, she wasn't. What the hell's your problem? Dude, I think we hit it off. I'm sure it'd feel like an old wallet. That's what was appealing about it. You can't look at me right now. What's wrong? What do you think's wrong? Did you hear her giggling like a schoolgirl? always does. No, that was different. She hasn't been so verbal before. (laughs) I need her to let me know. I wonder if she's got a MySpace now. I need her to let me know. 
if she has the same dream tonight and how much further we get. I do want to know what was up with the hairy tongue because that kind of freaked me out a little bit. But some odd thing is you worked past it. I'm willing to get past it. How hairy? Like long hairs? It was weird. Short hairs? It was really weird. Armpit hairs? Um, I'm gonna say it's a, a facial. Kinda, yeah, kind of like a yeah, like a hard prickly facial. Not that. Like if it was a little bit more. Like a little longer and softer. Mm-hmm. Was it real dry? <sighs> no. No, just I was gonna give you an out saying it's uh, the exact opposite of dubs. Hmm. Mm. But no. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Over with saliva. The dude in the four hundred seven. Uh, What you had was the classic Norman Bates syndrome with butch tendencies. (laughs) All right, first of all, what my mom was Dubs' mom. It wasn't an edible thing. Whoever it was in the dream, I mean, you were, you were, it was a mom. No, but it wasn't. With a hairy tongue, it was obviously had to be butch. All right, thank you, Jimbo in the four hundred seven. What's up, Jimbo? Yeah, hey, what's happening, man? Yeah, it's weird, dude. I had the same dream, but the cat's name was Tyrell. Oh, come on. Leave my and, cat out of there. Hold this. on. The tongue makes sense. The rough tongue? Kind of think it was hairy? No. That's a cat's tongue, my friend. The cat was up on top of your chest while you are sleeping. You are making out with your cat. <laughs> Turn that porn music back up, buddy. You, you beast. Hmm. That doesn't make sense to me. Bobby Hill in the 407. Uh, 420, buddy. Uh, all right, Punch. This is kind of difficult, but Dubs' mom is actually the radio. Her hairy tongue is kind of the detail that you're actually a Mexican on the radio, and you sliding your tongue into her mouth. It's just a violation that you should not be on the radio. You're <laughs> such an animal. Shut up. Go away. Clipping. Yes. What's up, bro? Not much, man. Yeah, I think I know uh, what happened there with the hairy tongue. I, I believe he uh, went to second base with his cat. Stop. That's what I think. Nothing to do with Tyrone. The, the cat sleeps next to you in the room. You had this sexual dream. Why might have you... been with my mom. Why was Whatever. your mom there? Whatever. But you ha- you were in the middle of the sexual dream. You grabbed the first thing you could come across, and it was your cat. There's no way. He wasn't in the room last night. ADF Ron Fez says she was totally slobbering for El Jefito. You could hear it in her voice. I don't know if that was Dubs just trying to uh, clean up his mouth in between uh, stories. Stop it. Why are you attacking me? Because you attacked my woman. Your mom. Beer man in the 407. Hey, beer man. Hey, I think you really have sexual tendencies toward dubs. That's why you're thinking about his mom. That's what I'm thinking. As far as the hairy tongue, I think it is your cat. Uh, Thank you. I don't care what you sons of bitches think. All I know is there were great boobs there, so it doesn't make it gay and it doesn't make it bestiality. So whatever. Disappointed in you. Why? Because I didn't go all the way with her? I know everyone else has. Now you're being mean to my mom. Don't talk about my woman. It's a hideout road radio with a 4.1. When you heard her and the way she was giggling like a little She always girl, does that. Ooh, we've oh had her. My. 
Oh, my God, my brother. You need to pursue that a little bit. No, 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 no. No one's banging my mom. Here's the thing, and I'm going to ask my girlfriend about it. You don't have the hair for it, my friend. I love my uh, my girlfriend. I'm just going to ask if this can be that one where you can stray. And I'm going to tell her it's just for the story. Just so I can say forever, hey, Dubs, sure, whatever. You, you got a funny over, but I banged your mother. Sigmund Freud in the 407. Beat it. Yeah, yeah, this is Sigmund Freud. I want to analyze you, Hefe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, this Harry's tongue, this man Harry that you dream about his tongue. There's no Harry, man named Harry. Well, I think he symbolizes your mother. No, come on, leave my mom out of this. There's no uh, reason to I my... think you have a crush on your mother. You wish she was a man. Cut that man. bitch off. Next caller. K-Mike in the 407. Hey, can I use snuggle up with? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. okay, well, I have the same dream, man. When I uh, when I eat spicy foods and then fall asleep with chunks snuggling up to my man. Mostly. All right, that's nice, perfect. That would work. Thank you. He's <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Let's go, uh, anti Matt in the four hundred seven. Hey, Hefe, I got a quick question for you, bro. Hmm. Was was this playing in the background of your uh, dream? All right, what are you now in cahoots <laughs> with the people on my staff? The anti man, what do you expect? Shut up. <laughs> Just for that, I'm deleting your drop before I even put it in. <laughs> Dude, the way your mom was talking, and because we've had her on there so many times, she was giggling like, oh my god, I could see myself getting. Let me say this I bet her chair's a little damp. No, I'm just going to no. leave it at that. I guarantee it isn't. I think that stopped. The waterworks stopped uh, <laughs> 10 years ago. Brad in the 407. What's up, Brad? Brad, go. No, it was Fred. Oh, oh Fred. Sorry. Go ahead, Go, Fred. Fred. That's all right. Hefe, I, I just want to say that I think your dream is telling you that you view um, Dubs' mom as a MILF. But the hairy tongue is a way of your subconscious is telling you, don't do it. I give that man a prize. That's a pretty good one. Hold on there. I'll give you a prize for analyzing that. Hold on. Snowman in the 407. Snowman. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, man? Yep. Hey, um, I got a question for Dubs, actually. Mm -hmm. We're actually you two. Hey, man, how come every time you ask somebody if they're from Michigan... They show you their hand and point to their hand. I mean, uh, like Florida, you take. Do you guys do that, or is that just like a certain select few? I know a lot of people who do that. I'm like, from Texas, by the way, originally. But so. you were there for a yeah, while, know, so you, know, you, you would know that uh, a lot of people do do that. Well, the reason is, is because if you look at the state of Michigan taking out the Upper Peninsula, it is shaped like an oven mitt. Mm-hmm. So right, it's right. very easy to say, I'm, I live right here, you know. Or, well, it's not like I take my right hand, you know, if they say I'm from Florida, I take my right hand with a pointer finger and say, okay, I live right here. You could. I just didn't, under, I didn't understand why Michigan is the only state. I, I don't get it either. I never did it. I found it to be hack and I, worthless. I think it's because it's very easy to do because it looks like an oven mitt. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you shave Texas, though, have I? Oh, there's no way. I couldn't. I, I, yeah, the, you don't do it. Not even his back is big enough. What the hell? Right. Crazy. <laughs> Thank you. What is, what is that? There's no need for that. Hey, jabs go back and forth, my friend. What are we jabbing about? Whatever. Your mom wanted it. There was a saliva joke back there, too. Don't think I forgot about that. What was that? I'd never make one of those to you. You're my partner in radio, not life. I want to go back and listen to that and listen to mom, Dub's mom giggle. No, we're going to listen to my mom giggle. L. Ross in the 407. Hey, uh, 
Dubs, I'm just wondering, does your mom happen to resemble any of the characters from DuckTales? Mrs. Beakley, perhaps? <laughs> okay, uh, let me get you My caught up. My mom is very Beakley-esque. Let me get you caught up on that story. The very... The thing that was on in the background the very first time I punched the clown was DuckTales. DuckTales. No, that's, that would be gay. That was not Dub a gay world. That's not a gay dream I had. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Was it maybe right? Don't step on Ducktales, L. Ross. I, I apologize. I apologize. Could it have been a feathery tongue instead of a hairy tongue? You're such an. A I let him go. Hey, what night did you have this dream? It was last night. It's Zima Tuesday. Oh Jesus! But it would have been Wednesday technically. No. What? When I first did it, dude, I thought I had broken myself. Oh, yeah, me too. I immediately ran to the shower thinking, oh, my God, will things ever be right again? I just laid there. I went to sleep. <laughs> That's you still. <laughs> In your filth. My mom woke me up. Were you sw swimming last night? Smell chlorine. Just tell her not to make wake me up when she's done. We just lie there basking in our glory. Ugh. All right, so there it is. Whatever. Speaking of your mom, Dubs and I are going to be at the Florida International Reptile Expo. <laughs> she does have scaly skin from all of her tanning. Noon until two. I I don't want to talk about my lady like that. your problem <laughs> me and your mom in a closet you know you next to all of her spiegel clothing <laughs> it's great in the bathroom stall uh we're gonna be live at the orange county convention center that is this saturday from noon until two actually i misspoke it's gonna be myself and uh tommy bateman florida international reptile expo they're gonna be in here live and dubs is gonna feed a hungry python his whole hand. Mm -hmm. Oh, and uh, on the IM, they're saying if uh, you want to find Texas on their body part, just point to your milk dud. <laughs> That's nothing to do with anything. It doesn't look like a milk dud. <laughs> smells like it. You've never been. I don't want to hear it in that awful state of Michigan. Don't even I pretend. It's so a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. A singer in a smoke this was on in the background. We were doing it. Well, then maybe you actually did have sex with them. Am I getting tickets oh. to this or not? You want to go with me? You check out? He's out. I'm in. Me and you all just be... Giving high fives. Woo! Woo! Can I get a little volume here? Why am I sitting here listening to it like I'm in a department store? There's going to be so much air guitar out there. I just had someone give me a lost spoiler. Don't give it to me, please. I'm not, because no. okay. I've watched the show now. It sucks, doesn't it? I I am selective. I'll like read like only the first couple words in each I am at first, just you to find as, out where it's going. You may as well shut down your I am now. Going to. Some will lose. Who gave it to you? 
I'd yeah. rather not say. Why? Because all of you will hate this person forever. Well, I just don't want to look at any of his IMs. Who was it? Up and down the boulevard. It's this Sunday, you and me? This Sunday, Katie Waterhouse. Journey and Def Leppard. Can we get there after Def Leppard? I don't know who's going on first. I'll oh, look that up. Though. I'd assume Journey's going on, uh, headlining, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say Def Leppard because they haven't. It's been a while, hasn't oh, it? Oh, they have the new album out, don't they? Uh huh. They do. I think so. I think they have like a best of type thing with a few new songs. Again, God. But we'll leave right after Journey. No, you got to look at the one-armed drummer. We might well, stay for one song. Yeah, we got to stay. Well, you think they'll lead off with Pour Some Sugar on Me or end with it? No, they'll, they'll start or end with some hit. It don't matter. When you guys were in school, did they used to play this like at the skating rinks? And of ice, course. Co- ice hockey and all that stuff? Yeah. This and Buttermilk Biscuits by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> What's Buttermilk Biscuits? Secret Buttermilk Biscuits. Buttermilk Biscuits for today. <laughs> you always tell me about this song, and I never, You ever... never heard Buttermilk Biscuits? No. You're such a liar. Buttermilk Biscuits is real. I'm downloading it tonight. I'm having so much fun, I don't want to ruin it by talking politics, but I feel like we got to talk about this John Kerry thing. It's 1040. No one at 1040 cares about it. No. If we, if we did it at 730, it makes sense. All right. Well, then we just... That'll just be one of those things we don't talk about. One of those big national headline things we don't it's talk like about. It's like a late night visit from an uncle. Mm. Just never speak. I mean, I could always give analysis on it if you wanted to. <sighs> I can't believe I almost let you do the interview with Clint Curtis. I think I would have done an amazing job. You would have been so surprised to me. So how about it, honey? Did what? we end up getting... <laughs> no, that was good. Um, did we end up getting the audio and video of Gazoo? Nope. I think maybe we'll have... Are you in tomorrow, Gazoo, or no? I sure am. Okay, very good. Maybe we'll just save that for tomorrow then. Or maybe we should, if we have the video, we should put it up there on the screen and play it for the open door and everybody can watch it and see what we saw. I, I wouldn't mind that, actually. They guy ever get back to you about the video, Gazoo? No? I'll call him tomorrow. Okay. I tried logging on to his MySpace. Yeah, there's a, uh, I guess he's got a uh, editing engineer and he said he's cutting it up tonight. And oh, okay, cool. Should have me a... A clip, uh, either way. So, all right, very cool. Uh, we went to open mic last night after the after the show. Good thing I got smashed afterwards and didn't remember anything. So that's always good. <laughs> and then you don't remember home? any of it? Um, no, I, I tried to. You don't remember talking about Tommy? Sort of. I, I have no. I had no idea he was talking about Tommy in that. Mm-hmm. He never said he by name, which is good, Tommy. I don't want to say what he said yet. No. Do you already want... know? No. Okay. Let's just save that. For a natural reaction. Make sure the gun isn't here, though. Mm-hmm. I have my own. Make sure I'm not here, either. I will. Let's go to Boy Wonder in the 407. What's up, Boy Wonder? Yeah. Uh, the two of you dudes going to the uh, Journey concert together? Yeah, mm-hmm. a little mo, huh? That's, that's gay, and, and neither one of you deserves Hefe's uh, mom. Uh, dude, why you bring my mom into it? It's Dubs' mom. is <laughs> a hooker. Uh, She's not a hooker. She's dragging me into a, a In your dream. But it is kind of Mo going to Journey. I'm going to admit that straight up. It's like my little Mo uh, pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think Dubs won won half the tickets here <laughs> for radio <laughs> for Journey and Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What station here would be pimping that? Magic. Us, I think. Or, Magic too. 
I would think Magic made Penta. I don't know if there's any other. I know they were originally for um, for real radio listeners. Oh, yeah, all right. We gave away some. Yeah, Dubs just happened Like to uh, the guy that uh, in, uh, in my uh, neighbor's class, he took those. He's going to be sitting up there with us, too. The guy does douche chill in the middle of the class. Oh, the brother? Yeah. Nice. We finally get to meet him? Mm-hmm. He won those when he called in. I thought he said he didn't want any of the crabby prizes. He wanted a shirt. Huh? Maybe you want a different time then, too. Oh, okay. Would you guys get some uh, hookers to come with you to the uh, Journey concert? What does that mean? What? Why are you interrupting the conversation? What is? What? Well, well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, you think you know, you go out as two guys together. Why not? Why not bring a hooker with you? Like there aren't going to be any, be any there at the TD Waterhouse Center, hey, pretending that it, the highest hair. Yeah. I, I got a website right now that gives you all the hookers in Orlando, and you can take your pick from what you want. That's what? true. I found this piece of paper one time, and I go, who's Brandywine, and who's Chantel? And he, he gives this gay look about him, and he goes, oh, it's uh, escorts What's... for after the show, but it's for my friend. What? What's the website? It's uh, Eros, A-R-O-S, guide.com, and you click for the Orlando section, you get all the all escorts. Right. The all Orlando on. section. Are you kidding? They're, right. they're really good looking. All right, let's too. take a break, come back, I'm going to see this. Do you order them? Oh, God, yes. Probably like five or six off this site before. Get the hell out of here. It's a hi- I-, I want you to send me links to the girls that you've been with on this website. You got it. It's a hideout, Real Radio. But before the beginning of the next break. Okay, Real definitely. Ra- I'm doing it right now. Real Radio 104.1. It's the way you need God, tell me when these things are coming up. It's a perfect air guitar song. I, I can't believe this. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What's up? I'm getting the links of the hookers that Gazoo has been with. Right, I'm going to sign on just for one second so I can get them. They're hot, aren't they? You have not been with any of these chicks. Yes, I have. They're 350 like 400 bucks an hour. They're like amazing. Anywhere from like 250 to like 400 bucks an hour. You get this dough. I will. It, 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 I just see Grandma. You know, no. Oh my God! It actually has their phone numbers on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You never looked into buying a hooker? <laughs> uh, actually, no, I haven't. I've perused. I've looked over my options. All right, send them over. Oh, um, I, dude, even if you're married, it's like cool just to hook up with one of these girls. I see the one that you want. Uh, what is this visiting? Orlando. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Well, well, like, what is what is this whole thing going on here? Well, the best hookers out there are the ones that visit because they they're a lot different. They're not kind of you know just kind of stuck around here. They they just they get out there. They move around. They you know they kind of see the world. And that's the kind of girls that like I typically go for the ones that are visiting. Yeah. How did you find out about this? What these are the hottest hookers I've ever seen. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, three hundred fifty bucks seems a little low. Well, like these hookers, like the, how I came up upon these was I was looking on Craigslist, and then when I went on Craigslist, there was like a link to this website, and I was like, whoa, this is like freaking awesome. And there's like all these like really hot. These girls are models. Yeah. Right, you've actually oh, wow. You've been Lacey. with one of these. I've been with uh, actually Lacey. You actually see her face. Yeah, I've been with Mandy, the one that I sent you, the Mandy girl. Is that the first one? That was the last one that uh, I sent. You were with her? Uh-huh. The one with the white bra. How was that? Oh, five un- nine hundred twenty six pounds. Unbelievable. She must have been like nineteen twenty years old. Unbelievable. Just like gorgeous. How much did you pay? Uh, I think her rate was like three hundred bucks an hour. Pretty sure. And what did you do without getting dumped? Um. Well. Uh. Everything. Everything. Pretty much. Just say everything. Yeah. When you were doing everything, did you have to have to wear a dome? Yeah, wear a gym hat during everything. 
Um, not for the um. Yeah, the uh, the foreplay. The foreplay, definitely, of course. You did have to wear one. Yes. What I, didn't you have to wear it for? Just for the other stuff. Everything else. Oh, hold on. Okay. So. Right, hold on, hold on. Let me let me say it like this. All right. So when let's say you are at third base. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting things started. You know. Uh, getting things started. You know, and just working it into a typical, your typical porno movie kind of scene. Like, that's how it worked right. out the whole right. thing. So, does, do you only use a dome for intercourse? Just for intercourse. <laughs> All right. Foreplay, no dome. No dome. I mean, foreplay, yes, you have the dome. All right, what about actual intercourse? Intercourse, you said yes, that's the only thing you had to use. Yes. Condom for. Damn, dog. Hey, what was that website again? Erosky.com. Bell it? E-R-O-S-G-U-I-D-E dot com. And you did this, girl? Well, what, what, how unco- she, God, why are you telling this at the end of the show, man? I got so many questions. I know. How uncomfortable was it? For her, it wasn't, I mean, because it happens all the time. For me, it was kind of like... Um, did you try to make small talk? And how long ago was this? Jeez, uh, I think the last time she was here, like a month ago. You did this while you were on the show with us, so you didn't tell us. Yeah, I did, because this is, this is a little bit more, you know, kind of... Where do you meet? Um, wherever. I mean, hotels. Um, do you pay for the hotel, too? Um, if it's in call, that means that they got a hotel already situated, and you can just go there. If it's an out call, you have to have a place they can come to. Oh, so it says availability, in call, and out call. So that's cool. So she can do whatever. Yeah, chunks. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, aren't these chicks good looking enough to get like a secretary job and then no, 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 give no, no, other no. jobs and uh, move up the corporate chain? Do you not realize what three hundred dollars an hour means? But I'm or saying four fifty, four hundred fifty dollars an hour means they could date like pro football players or something. Nah. <laughs> I, who's to say that they don't? Mm. Oh yeah, I mean these girls—they're like the best of the best. You I could—I couldn't be with a hooker. Why not? It'd be too much pressure to perform within the amount of time allotted. The youngest ones are the ones that don't even seem like hookers. They just seem like they're like a girlfriend for an hour. That's all it is, really. Oh, she just nag you? Yeah. <laughs> Make you take out the trash in the hotel room? I think being with a hooker is like, or a porn star is like playing basketball with Michael Jordan or Larry Bird. Why? Too, they, much, too much pressure. No, and they aren't totally, that good. Totally beat you. Yeah. I played basketball with Nick Anderson. I actually played better. So who knows? Maybe I'd step my game up. I would say if you don't even have to tell anyone you do it, I would just say do it once in your lifetime. It's like an un, like if you find the right escort, I can hooker, say perfect. Yeah, don't say escort. Well, just I mean, say hooker. Well, call them by their slave name. <laughs> I don't think they have sex all the time because that's not what they tell me. They tell me sometimes it's it's just depends. Oh no, I know I know definitely the sad old men who just pay them to come over and hang out. And yeah, yeah, I know. You I, know what those I, girls pray to hear when Gazoo knocks on the door. What? Ah, oh, the out music. Hey, so if it's not guaranteed that there's sex, mm-hmm. how do you initiate? Do you be like, hey, um, it, I'm just it's not, not here, hard. I'm not uh, here to chat. Yeah, she kind, we, you kind of guys just kind of start hanging out, and then it just you moves get really closer, fast. closer, and then you just moves. Do really you fast. make out? Oh yeah, you make out. If um, usually if the girl's younger and you're kind of younger, around the same age range, definitely that always happens. It's almost expected. How many of these have you been with? I really don't want to say. I mean, it's, how many? Just throw it out there. Be honest. I would say like on this particular website, maybe like five or six. No, no. How many? How many? 
escorts have you been with? Like, ever. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that probably constitute for 90% of the girls that I've ever been with. Okay. So how many? Uh, Guesstimate. Probably like 15, 20, anywhere from that range. <laughs> Never, ever touch me again, herpy hands. <laughs> but, I, but I'm safe about it, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. And these, I, don't, I don't fault you. Who cares? And I just don't like the attachment. I mean, this, these girls, there's no attachment. You get it done, it's over within an hour. Exactly. Perfect. I mean, I, it, it, it is the way to go with some people. How, some people love to do this. How often do you need your fill? Um, I would say probably once a month and I'm good to go. Either an Asian, uh, sorry, Asian massage or this, one of the two. I would pick this over an Asian massage. I think he's lying. Oh, jeez. No, I'm not. How would I know about this website, Chunks? Because look at you, dude. You couldn't even make it with a 40-year-old woman. But I'm paying these women. It's still Yeah, this is different. This is a guaranteed thing. I don't believe it, though. I don't think he's smooth enough. (laughs) Smooth enough? All you got to do is throw a stack of money down. There's no smoothness about it. But he's the type of kid that would wig out and kill one of these hookers. No, I Food says he, he hasn't. Is. He's the type of kid that would want attachment. He, don't give this lie, oh, I don't want attachment. Are you kidding me? Look at him. Oh, it sucks. Attachment? Especially once they... Oh, no. What kind of bizarre world is this? Hookers are the only way to go, Chunks. It's, it's the new Why you get trend. One? Well, I want to get you a hooker, Chunks. You believe him? Well, everybody chip in and get Chunks a hooker? We'll do it. I, I, dude, I've been talking about that for a long time. Let's do it. Come on, man. I think you'll have fun. You're not. You don't sleep with them. Especially Mandy. Right. You break my whole night tonight. Chunks will be all over you. Mandy, you got to do it, man. I'll help you out. Yeah, he'll he'll introduce you. I'm in shock, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know that there were hookers like that that were that high-priced. Mm. Or that, like, not hideous. There's some pretty good-looking ones. No kidding. There are 350. I, has anyone done, like, price comparisons? Oh, yeah, I mean, I think he's lying. Bargain buying? People are asking, will you put up the link on hideoutheretics.net? Because people want the URL. Yeah, I'll put it up there. All right. All right. We out? Yeah, hey, don't forget tomorrow on the Monster, speaking of hideoutheretics.net, Brett Bushy for, versus that chick from the Orlando uh, Sentinel. I was talking about the one guy who called Matumbo a monkey we had mm-hmm. on earlier in the show and how that guy should go to Predator games, not Magic games. And people are saying shenanigans. They don't believe you. They don't believe a single thing that comes out of your mouth. Oh, it's already posted on hideoutheretics.net. And I'm sure fullblownades.com, realradio.fm. Details with Beatdown Beat Mix. Vote in the World Series of uh, local sexy anchors. And uh, congratulations to Let's Talk Cafe. Also, thank you to uh, Clint Curtis for coming into the hideout. We'll offer Feeney to come in if you'd like to as well. Everybody yeah. gets equal, equal time, time if you want to. Um, Monsters in the Morning. Shannon Rick Middays. Phillips Fun in the Afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout. We're ready at 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Believe that. Be somebody I always thought good. Questionary thinking. Stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I be smacking my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes Not interested I don't I 5,000